For advertising opportunities for the following show, email us at cornerpupsports at gmail.com. It's time for the best pubcast around, Corner Pub Sports. The gang is all here gathered around the bar to bring you their opinions on the latest sports topics while drinking their favorite brews. Follow the gang on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Corner Pub Sports and on cornerpubsports.com. You can also join in the conversation by texting 267-277-3406. Now, grab a cold one, sit back, and enjoy the show. Welcome to the pub. Hello, everyone. This is Mark McMillan, former Philadelphia Eagle. You're tuning in to the Corner Pub Sports. It's true. Corner Pub Sports. Brought to you by Wildfire Radio. Oh, Reminded me of Anchorman for a second. Just keep putting a question mark at the end of everything. Hey, everybody. We are here. Uh, <laughs> we are back. With what's that. going on? Yeah. New introduction and everything. Yeah. Look at you. You got a commercial in the front. You got like little bumpers. New intro. Yeah. Yeah. Had the little bumper action. Glad we were able to take our stream back over. That's that's right. <laughs> we are Corner Pub Sports. Be humble. Sit down. Uh, and we are back. After a two-week hiatus, we uh, had a vacation last week. That's also true. No, I certainly didn't have a vacation. I just sent pictures. I worked every day fucking since then. Look at me. Look at me. I'm on a boat. <laughs> I'm on a boat. I figured this would be a nice song to, to open with. Being that we're back. So we are Corner Pub Sports. If you're listening to live, we're on Wildfire Radio or CornerPubSports.com. <laughs> of course, if uh, you're listening on the download, it's on Wildfire Radio or iTunes or Stitcher or TuneIn. You name it. We're back, motherfucker. So, joining myself, Sean, tonight, we also have, go around the horn. What's going on? Mr. Ryan. John. I'm back, motherfucker, I'm Ron, back. Ron's back. I got my chair back. I'm back, baby, I'm back. <laughs> and Gary, Gary's upstairs, playing with himself, or finger blasting my wife, one or the other. <laughs> Those aren't two very good options. No. No. He could just be getting a beer. Also, not a terrible option. You know, you gotta go. You gotta go. Hey, here's Gary. Immediately turns the volume down. Wait, what happened? I didn't hear it. Why? Why? No, I didn't hear it. Why? Oh, we're too loud. Yeah, we are loud. We're screaming. Uh, well, that too. Yeah, it's all right. It happens. So, uh, yeah, we want to thank uh, Naked Bruin. Um, even though we didn't get Naked Bruin tonight, uh, we're drinking uh, miscellaneous stuff. You're, what do you got? You got a. Yards IPA here. Yeah, yards. You can't go wrong with yards. 
John, you need a beer, man. I was kind of hoping you were me a beer. Uh, yeah, what the, the fuck? No, it's over there. It's <laughs> in the fridge. All right, you going to get him for it? Get him. Uh, so we're, we're drinking Land Shark, and uh, Ron, you're also drinking the orange? Oh, yeah, I got the IPA. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. So, yeah, mixed bag. Nothing wrong with that. Well, I'm going to go back to work, so I figured get as strong oh, as I can here. Do you really? Yeah. Uh, you know, it happens, man. Uh, yeah, so, you know, we want to thank those guys, but we got a uh, an absolutely oh. packed show tonight. Uh, before we get into it, though... Um, the agenda, man. You didn't even have the Mayweather-McGregor fight on there. Yeah, it's it's, it's right there, number one. Oh, the first fight. <laughs> yeah, right, yeah, yeah that's the first thing. Yeah, we'll start <laughs> with that. Uh, next week, I'm just going to put this out there, next week we have Brett Myers coming on the show next week. He's going to make his return. He's got a new album coming out, so he wants to promote it, so, you know, we'll have him on. Oh, Christ uh, almighty, he's always fun to talk to. Yeah, it's a blast. And then we'll uh, we'll see what else we can we can dig up for next week. Uh, but next week we're also going to look at the NFC East um, division, which we have two left, and, and tonight we'll look at the AFC. Um, and also, like you just said, we'll talk about McGregor uh, Mayweather. The Celtics made a big trade with the Cavaliers. Big trade. Uh, we got some. Uh, we got a, a local championship happening uh, tomorrow night. Kinda. Yeah, kinda, right? <laughs> and uh, we have a bright spot in the Phillies organization. We'll we'll dig into that. So this song's long. I know. I'm really excited about uh, Ricardo Pinto. Slim Shady, huh? That's what we're talking about, right? Ricardo yeah, yeah, Pinto. Ricardo Pinto. Yeah. That's right. Yep. So yeah, why don't we get at it? Uh, tomorrow night. Probably the most anticipated fight in, I don't know, five years, ten years. It's been a long time since there's been this much hype uh, about a, a You know what it is? I mean, match. specifically with this fight in particular, it seems like this is one of those events that even people that aren't necessarily UFC or boxing fans are gravitating. Like, the interest level is just so high. Like, in a... I hate saying a car crash kind of way, but it is kind of the same thing. I mean, uh, like... It is. Yeah. yeah, I mean, you have people that just normally wouldn't be interested that just have heard so much about it that are just engaged and want to watch it's a joke oh it's it's a joke yeah it yeah is, you're not it, it's a complete farce yeah because in my opinion because you think it's taking, just a complete money a guy, grab you're taking arguably pound for pound maybe the greatest fighter who ever lived think about that pound against for a pound. guy who has fighting experience but he's never boxed before he's only been He's box. He just he's hasn't boxed box professionally. Professionally? Yeah, he started out as a boxer. Mayweather's yeah, going down for $100 million, and then they're going to rejuvenate the whole goddamn rematch, and he's going to get $150 million. I think it's a decision draw. That's the conspiracy theorist, Timmy. They go to a decision, it's split, and they have the rematch. They're going to draw that out for how many rounds is the fight? Well, I mean, this is the thing with Mayweather. I mean, this is why I think even if they were going to throw Conor McGregor out there against anybody, this is probably the worst guy you could throw him out there against. All Mayweather does is just play defense. That's it. Yeah, he's, he's a very he, he just tactical. dances around for six or seven rounds, gets the guy's timing down. He'll start jabbing a little bit. And then whoever's opponent, is, whoever's opponent is, he just points him to death. That's it. I mean, how many, knock, like, not TKOs, but how many actual knockouts does he have in many, his career? Not many. He Two? It's just that the whole sport of boxing has become a joke. Yeah, I mean, there's it's not a, a joke. there really isn't a lot of good fighters left. I mean, no. if there was, you wouldn't be seeing something like this. I think all the good fighters practice mixed martial arts now. Yeah, everybody's going the route of the UFC. And it's a shame because Mayweather's a good fighter. <sighs> yeah, I, I don't like. Fighter. I mean, I don't like his style because, like I said, it's really, really dull to watch. He, he has 26 uh, wins by knockout. TKOs. How many actual oh, TK, knockouts? Oh, TKOs. Uh, well, That's t- what I'm saying. Well, like, TKO how many actual, like, well, standing 10-count knockouts? 26. 
No, it's TKOs. TKOs three knockouts in a round. No, it's a ref's decision. It's a TKO. All right, hold on. Let me see. Hold on. Me like, I up. mean actual knockouts. Google that real quick. What are you showing? I, I'm on it. I'm on it. <laughs> I mean, uh, it's only a handful. It might even be, like I said, just two. Two or three. Yeah, he's definitely the most defensive <clears throat> fighter. Again, I mean, and look, not for nothing. I mean, I'm not, like, laying a judgment out there or anything. That's just his style, and that's fine. It suited him really well, and it's, you know, he knows what he has to work with. He's like the, But that's just the way it is. He's like the late 90s, early 2000s boxing equivalent of the New Jersey Devils. Yeah, actually, that's a really good analogy. That's exactly what it is. I mean, again, he just, wear, he just lets the opponent just wear themselves out for five or six rounds, and then he starts, you know, turn the offense on a little bit, and again, he usually just wins by decision or TKO. <laughs> <laughs> Someone said, you know, bring back uh, ear chewing. Uh, bring back the ear chewing in boxing. <laughs> um, yeah, you know Certainly what? Interesting. I, I'm, having, else. I'm having trouble finding it. Everything says 26. 26 knockouts, 26 knockouts. Everything I'm searching here. Yeah, like I said, I'm not talking about a TKO where the ref just waves the fight off. I mean actual, like, knocks the guy out. All right, let me see. Um, I... So you guys, I mean, you guys, the three of you guys think it's a, it's a farce. You think the same thing, that this, that this fight is a farce? It's a joke, dude. Mayweather's, Mayweather's going to dominate. He's just going to dominate him for 12 rounds. McGregor's not a The boxer. only prayer that McGregor has, because, I mean, he does have a little bit of pop behind, his, behind him. He's got to get to him in the first three rounds. Like, he's right? got to knock him out in the first three rounds. Mayweather I just don't see it happening. Mayweather takes a fall so he can make $150 million on the rematch. Well, you could make $150 million on the rematch anyway. Uh, he's going to take a this, fall. This kind of sounds like the original plot for the first Rocky. <laughs> this was the whole plot was Apollo yeah. Creed had to knock out Rocky in the first couple rounds. Yeah. He, he's like, he's fighting this no-name guy. Now, granted, Mayweather... McGregor is the most well-known UFC fighter. Mm-hmm. He might not be the best UFC fighter. He's I'm, a pig. I'm not a big UFC, but he's definitely the biggest talker. So everyone knows who he is. Right. He takes it in a stinky. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Right up there. Right up there in the stinky. He gets his shit pushed in. I, I don't know, man. I, I think this uh I think this goes the distance, honestly, because of the fact that Mayweather is more of a defensive fighter. My my opinion the only, just his game. the only reason that it may not is because McGregor can't last 12 rounds because he's not used to it. Well, what's a UFC fight usually go? Four or five rounds? The fight is that the way it usually 20 is? minutes. Yeah, 20 okay, minutes. Okay, so a UFC 20 minutes. fight is four, um, is five four, rounds, is five, five minutes, five, five, five minute rounds. All right, so it's going to be really interesting so to see how he holds math, up once you get up to... eight and a half minutes, right? <laughs> once you get up to round like six or seven, it's going to be really interesting to see if McGregor still has the same kind of wind thought. No, he's not a puncher, but... It, that's you're, the only reason you're not why. Be able to knock him out. He's too good. No. He takes. Too, he's taking knees, fists, heads to the face. He's this His hands pro- are just too fast. This might not be. Balls this, to the wall. This might not be that big of a deal to him to take some punches from Mayweather. That's my opinion. I don't right. know. So that's why I think it's going to be a decision. I don't think there's any anything major that happens. Yeah, but again, I mean, the more punches uh, Mayweather lands, the more oh, he's well, putting no, him I, up. Well, I mean, that's yeah. the thing. Well, like, yeah. At some point, he can't just sit there and let himself get hit. I'm not, I mean, say, I'm not going to say he's, win- he's going to win. I'm just saying, like... I can't know, envision a circumstance where he actually wins. No, me neither. Me neither. May- I think Mayweather dominates. Uh, I mean... Like, it's like a Mayweather complaint. would have to screw something up somewhere. Like, get cute. You know what I mean? Actually sit there and try to, like... 
fist fight him. Yeah, and I, like I hate Mayweather, but I, I think it turned into like oh, a, nobody would be happier right. to see him lose than right. I would. I absolutely hate the guy. I think he's a scumbag. But I think it turns into oh, like oh, a, Mayweather. Yeah, but I, I mean, tur- I, I can't yeah. see a circumstance. He, he doesn't win this. Right, like I think it turns into a clinic where like it looks like you shouldn't even be in the ring with me. Yeah, it's like I said, this is probably, if you were going to put McGregor up against anybody as his first, like, boxing match, this is probably the worst guy you could have picked. Exactly. McGregor wins before because of the headlines. I'm telling you. You don't think this fight's fixed? No, I don't think it's fixed. I don't think it's fixed. Come on. I don't think it's fixed, but I think it's a sham. I think it's a money grab. Yeah, it's definitely a money grab, but I don't think it's fixed. He's already bet on himself. Five million, right? Did He's already bet money on himself. Yeah. He, he loses I, a significant portion of his purse, too, if he's uh, disqualified for some reason, too, doesn't he? Uh, McGregor, you mean? Yeah. yeah I mean, if like, McGregor, if he if falls Ma- back into, like, UFC habits and if starts, McGregor like... McGregor kicks, I think he... I think when I... When I, I was going to ask you guys if, if you guys heard the same thing. I thought I heard he loses everything if he if he kicks. I don't think it's everything, but it's significant. I want to say it's, like, 40% of okay. whatever his purse right. is or something. It's, it's a significant amount of money. Like, he can't get disqualified. That's the only thing he really can't do. Yeah, this isn't, like, pro wrestling where the whole thing's so, like... Predetermined and rigged. Yeah. What you gonna do, brother? Yeah, they're gonna like, yeah. <laughs> what you know? are you gonna do, brother? <laughs> like Brock Lesnar's gonna come into the ring and like <laughs> F5 <laughs> Floyd Mayweather, <laughs> and that's how McGregor wins. Yeah, I McGregor swear to God, God I would brother. shit on the fucking floor if they actually did that. <laughs> It's sad that this <laughs> is just a topic. That would be worth it. every fucking <laughs> penny of the pay-per-view <laughs> fight. No, right. Get some <laughs> Oh, man. All of a sudden, Hulk Hogan goes sliding through the... <laughs> Metal chair. <laughs> All the lights go out, and you hear dong. <laughs> dong. Yeah, maybe Ric Flair will be there, too. You know, we laugh, but there's a lot of people that actually think it's it's really that ridiculous, though. I mean, a lot of people are looking at it on the, the same soccer. level, where it's really, like, yeah. you know, just well, that ridiculous. Bob's just been accused of rigging fights for years. Yeah, it's not yeah. to get rematches and draw money, draw more money. That's why yeah. McGregor wins to draw more money for the rematch. Gary, speaking of Eric Flair, that's that's how they found him. He did one of those fake flops he does where he walks around, acts like he's fine, and just goes, drops down. Took him right to the hospital. Like, I don't think he's faking this time. Now they said he's doing better now. Yeah, yeah. They said, said his health is uh has picked up. Best, yeah, yeah, he was like, woo! Best best talker, <laughs> wrestling talker ever, Rick Flair. No, he's not. No, no Ric Flair well, is the best is? wrestling the talker ever. Yeah, I, uh, The Rock. Uh, that's pretty good. I don't yeah. have any frame of reference. The that's Rock. pretty good. Ric Flair talked people into buildings around all over the country. Ric Flair's dude. been doing it a lot longer yeah, than The has. Rock, dude. But The Rock is the funniest dude ever on a microphone. Hands down. He ain't wow. styling and profile. There's four other people on this panel that disagree. I think we're the funniest. You guys aren't wrestling. <laughs> I just got done no. saying I'm not I, a wrestling no, fan. I think we're I the said, funniest people. I already said I don't have any frame of reference. I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. Well, anyway, yeah, so. You ever see when The Rock, like, imitated? Like, no. But he did it. He, yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> no. No. <laughs> it was fucking funny. Fuck I don't Rock. doubt it, he but no, John, I've never told, seen he it. He told John Cena he looks like a bowl of Fruity Pebbles. It's like, <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever. Fuck The Rock. He takes it in a stinky toe. He takes it like a sock. I certainly right, want right to tell him thing. that. Fucking dude's built like a goddamn shithouse. Um, anyway, so you guys all yeah, think... You're trying to talk to him. You're like three feet away from him. because He's like <laughs> he's that big. Yeah. Like, Fucking peg. Someone said Hacksaw Jim Duggan. 
Fucking no, him I remember. Die. Complete redneck. He was the one with the like the big like piece of lumber yeah. he would bring in, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He carried a two. Yeah, he carried a two by four. He had to use it to strap it to his ass to fuck his wife. <laughs> oh man! All right, so what do you? The so, fuck? so we don't fall in. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I don't know. I have That's no idea. It's a mess down there. Clean <laughs> <laughs> that shit off. Goddamn jungle. All right, so what do you guys think? Uh, she needs a douche with special flavor, smoky oaky barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? She needs a douchebag. He spit his beer out all over the bar. <laughs> oh, my God. That's like the second time someone spit at this bar. Does, does Fat Jacks have a flavor fucking douchebag? <laughs> <laughs> now, now. <laughs> Jesus. Don't knock it till you try so, um, so you guys all think, all think, all think that Mayweather, I guess, right? Yeah, yeah Mayweather wins. I like I said, I can't envision a circumstance nah. that Mayweather doesn't win. Except, Mayweather in except six old, rounds. Old, old Pink Fluid over there thinks. Now that I'm a little bit on the other side of. I think it goes the distance, but I absolutely think that I it's think all Mayweather. You're going the distance. Yeah, I mean, uh, at the same time, I don't think McGregor's an easy dude to knock out. I mean, I don't think he's gonna. I don't think he's gonna drop him, Mayweather? but I certainly think he's gonna just point him to death. Did and you see McGregor work in the, the heavy bag? Yeah, yeah. It's like, and he watched Mayweather work the heavy bag. Yeah. He's punching almost three times faster. Yeah. He's gonna toy with him for a couple rounds. Isn't that what they call his he's girlfriend? Gonna... The heavy bag. <laughs> did, you, did you hear what they? You hear what uh, uh, Mayweather said though the other night on the? Uh, I think he was on Jimmy Fallon on one of his talk shows. He said he's gonna approach this with a different style. He's gonna throw more punches than he's ever thrown. Early on, we knew he was probably telling him that. All boxing officials are saying, "Listen, make this entertaining. Make this like play, toy with him for a couple rounds and then knock him out because we need to prove that boxing is the superior sport." Yeah, this is uh, you know a seventy dollars uh, pay per view and uh, hundred dollars. Oh, hundred. Oh, it's yeah. hundred dollars. Yeah, it's hundred bucks. Yeah, it's hundred bucks. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's pretty crazy. I just it doesn't don't surprise why me. Dana White allowed this to happen because he could make his sport look like a joke compared to boxing. And that's the other side of this is that this well, could make you boxing is a joke. This could no, make he's, UFC. No, he's saying it UFC. could look bad UFC for the UFC. Like oh, I got you. Okay. Yeah. Like UFC's got a good thing going. This is kind of putting its reputation a There's little bit. There's more money in the UFC than there is in boxing. There is now. Yeah. It's more exciting to watch. Yeah. No, there is. But this this could damage. If this is a complete flop. Well, you know uh, what it is? I mean, the whole th reason I think UFC got so popular in the first place is just that there's so many matches that are actually on regular cable. Like, mm -hmm. it's so much more accessible. Like Spike than, TV. And yeah, I mean, think about the last time you network. saw a good boxing match that was just over-the-air network. It's been a long time. It's been time. a long fucking well, you time. Said you used to need to have HBO to watch boxing. Yeah, HBO right. or Showtime. Yeah. Yeah. Boxing's been here the whole time, dog. Whole time, motherfucker. Whole time. Yeah. Like Marshawn so Malich would say, what? I was here so the whole time. Fucking what? That's a good one. All right, you like that? At the turn of the 20th century, boxing was the number one sport in America. That was the uh, biggest. Not anymore. Not sport. like non-existent. Not anymore. Yeah, Name me three anymore. heavyweights sport, right now. Like, I can't. You know, honestly, when, I can't. when was the last name, time you seen two. a good heavyweight Let's fight? Go. I don't even know yeah, if he's still fighting. Oh yeah, he's still fighting. Gary asked me this earlier. When was the last time you seen a really good competitive heavyweight fight? 
It was probably Evander Holyfield, Lennox Lewis. Like, how many that years time. ago I mean, was that? I watched a porn last night. Yeah. That's big what girls. I'm saying. I mean, to your point, yeah, you know what it was out. though. After yeah. the the heavyweight right. division started to kind of fall off a little bit, the middleweight division got really, really good. Oh, yeah, yeah. A carjack was involved. There was a lot of really yeah. good middleweights for maybe like five years or so. That's my point exactly. But after Hopkins fell off, then it really there was nothing to watch after that. When it killed the heavyweight division, when the Klitschko brothers each were both heavyweight champion, and they wouldn't fight each other because they're related. Yeah. That people would have paid money to see the two Klitschko brothers yeah. just beat, beat the, the piss shit out, out of each other, other for 15 rounds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, though, like, it's I've bad. heard that, like, overseas, the heavyweight division is, like... The Europeans, it's... It's, it's, it's pumping. Yeah, it's much better over there. Like, a lot better than the States. Would you say it's lit? It's, it's lit. lit. <laughs> it's lit, dog. It's lit. Is it better than the throw in the middle? Is it hype? Is it hype? hype? I was told it was hype. Yeah, it's hype. Yeah, I took yeah. a fucking Adderall. It was so hype. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so... Uh, <laughs> all right, so there was... It was like a, like a, like a, like a Hype Williams video. Hype. hype. <laughs> there was a big uh, big trade in the NBA this week. Yes, there was. Huge trade. Yeah, you got to talk... Yeah, you got to turn that mic a little bit. There this you go. This was... Uh, you got to caress that mic. This was something. Like Stroke cock. it. Make, like make love to that mic. He starts to come, and then he pulls out. He Boy. didn't pull out. Take it all. <laughs> Give it to me all. Take it. Take it, Mike. Or phone. You <laughs> got it all over my shorts. <laughs> oh, brother. You know, it's funny. Every time I play that, I think you're actually laughing at it. Cause <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it again. You got it all over my shorts. <laughs> See? It sounds like you're laughing right in my ear. Oh, boy. <laughs> she was a fucking pig. <laughs> I put that on the soundboard, too. Fucking pig. Fucking pig. Uh, yeah, big trade. Uh, Celtics and Cavs. Uh, everyone knew that Kyrie Irving was on the move, but who saw this coming? He gets traded to the Celtics, um, and the Celtics basically trade. <laughs> I'm a little surprised they flipped into a contender that's that close competitively to, yeah. to the Cavs. Yeah, and you it's figure a lottery pick. They trade a lottery pick. You know what? That's Jay Crowder. I love the trade for the Cavaliers right, for right. just that reason. It's that's like, be damn, a top man. Three pick. Isaiah Thomas, I like a lot. I mean, might just be me. You know what I mean? Like, I, but Kyrie I think he Irving's could a better be player right now. But I think Thomas, you know, could eventually be right there. I mean, the needle's still pointing up for the kid oh, yeah, yeah. to get him. Uh, what is it? Two <laughs> other players <laughs> and a pick. <laughs> Well, Damn, man, a that's lot, a, Kyrie but it's a not lot just younger a, than Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas has been around the NBA a lot longer. He's four years older than Kyrie Irving. Really? Is it that much? Yeah. Shit, man, it doesn't feel like he that. was like because he didn't do much his first couple years in the league, and then all of a sudden, yeah, he took off. He got thrown in at a starting role, I think, with the Sacramento Kings, yeah. and he started scoring like crazy. It's crazy because it's like you look at the trade, and you're like, did they really have to give up that much for Kyrie Irving, who wanted out? You trade your number one, you know, your number yeah, one. Yeah, you figure you got him over a barrel, so to speak. I mean, basically, yeah. I mean, like, I mean, you think about it. Like, they, they traded the first, who, what could be the top three pick next year, Brooklyn's pick, the, the Celtics own. Um, you traded that. You traded Jay Crowder, who's a good player. Sixers had their eye on him too, if I remember correctly. Yeah, yeah they did. And, and he's a good player. And like, people are solid. Forget, people yeah, are forgetting about player. him being involved with this trade. Like, that's a big part. And then you trade Isaiah Thomas. Now I'm gonna say this: Isaiah Thomas is a, a, an absolute defensive liability. Um, so was Kyrie Irving, though. I would take Kyrie Irving's defense so over. So would I. Yeah. But, but, but so, you're, so like, with that being said. I don't said, think you're losing much on that. So, I mean, with that being said, I think no, I agree for you. now, and I, yeah. we were talking about this before the show, right now I think this is better for the – much better for the Cavaliers. Well, Absolutely. I think this year I think it's better for Celtics. I think this year right now it's better for Celtics because – 
Well, they don't catch the drift, I guess. I'd rather have Kyrie Irving than Isaiah Thomas. So you think a push comes to shove? They beat the Cavaliers in a seven-game No, series. I'm not saying that, but I think... Then how is it better for the Celtics? Well, it pulls like, it closer? Yeah, it pulls it a little closer. I mean, they still have the best player in the world, so uh, that right, kind of changes okay, things it around. It pulls it a little closer, but if they don't beat the Cavaliers right, in a seven-game, I mean, how uh, is it better? Let me just ask this. Who would you rather have, Kyrie or Isaiah Thomas? I'd rather have Kyrie, absolutely. Right. So but that's I'd what, also rather have Isaiah Thomas in that lottery pick. Yeah. Well, and that's so you're not hearing me out. That's what I'm saying. This year, yeah, he's taking forward, the lottery pick out of it because you can't cash it in until the end forward, of the year. I think Cleveland made out like bandits. I think this year, yeah. since Boston, it, I don't. I'm not going to say they're better than they were before the trade was made. Um, I just think that they made out better in the deal for this year, just right. because of the player involved. Mm-hmm. Strictly for this season, you're talking about, right? Yeah. Just, 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 just the season. But I think looking ahead, absolutely, Cleveland ran yeah, away with this trade. Close, absolutely. yeah. I think like, this, absolutely. I think for this trade for both sides, you look at from Cleveland's perspective, this frees up bringing Carmelo Anthony in because he needs to dominate with the ball. Irving needed the ball. Not saying Isaiah Thomas isn't like, I'm calling him a ball hog. He had to score. All the, like, he had to average 29 points a game last year for the Celtics to be successful. He had right. to. Yeah. You, you when had... they brought in Gordon Hayward, he started to become a little bit expendable in that category. Mm-hmm. That's why they were looking to move on from him. I See, I don't know about Kyrie having to have the ball. He averaged tw- 25 no, points. No, Tom- Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas did. Yeah, but didn't you say Kyrie needs to have the ball? That's why they're going to bring in Carmelo? Well, they they bring in Carmelo. Well, bring in Carmelo on a team that has LeBron James and Kyrie Irving. Yeah, I don't know. It's all, It's kind of like redundant because that's all Carmelo Anthony does for you is score points. He doesn't. He's not a good passer. He can't rebound. He doesn't play any defense. Right. One dimensional game. Yeah. Now I think for the Celtics, what they're banking on is that they can attract a star player to come play for Boston. Yeah. Oh, okay. yeah. Where Kyrie how, often, how, how many times did sure. they strike out in the off season getting Jimmy Butler, Paul George? That's no, fine. It was just, that's why I was so surprised they got Kyrie Irving after all that time. Like, no one expected them to get him. No line? <laughs> no line. No line <laughs> yeah, for your land. You know, no line for fuck? your land. I, I agree with that. But <laughs> what kind of shit outfit is this? <laughs> like, whether. Fucking leaving. Like, whether you're trying to be. In better, my basement bar, we give limes to everybody. <laughs> They're like six months old. You're over there, like the Sheffield. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Nobody Me gives a fuck. I'm dude. not giving up that lottery pick. I'm for, not either. For a player like Kyrie Irving. No, I'm not either. I don't either. think Cleveland like, even uses the lottery pick. I s- strongly believe they're going to try and move that pick during the season or even before the really? season for another player. Could. I mean, there'd be who's a, a lot of value attached what to that. player is justified for trading um, that pick? Who was I just. Um, well, I mean, that's tough to after. say because, I mean, it depends on who becomes available. I mean, his teams kind of fall out of playoff contention. I mean, it, it's a little hard to project something like that. Like you don't know who's just going to become a seller, you know what I mean? Well, who? What? Well, Paul George, he went for a Unibrow, Depot, and Unibrow. Unibrow might be on. Yeah. They're talking about him, maybe moving him. Who? Unibrow. <laughs> they might move. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Come Anthony on, Anthony Davis. Yeah, Anthony Davis might be on the move. Come on, man. You know who Unibrow is? <laughs> Fucking. You'd give up that third, that that lottery pick for Unibrow. If I'm the Celtics, that or, has no, to be the starting. Uh, or if I'm the Cavaliers, I start. The Cavaliers have it. Yeah, you don't have no. You, you don't have a, a center. They're in a win now mode too. Yeah, I would do it. 
Um, actually, LeBron. And think about it. You yeah, that's what I'm saying. I mean, the more you think about it, it's it, like, shit, Anthony actually, that's not Davis. that. LeBron's on the move, man. Like, yeah. LeBron's gone after this year, I think. I don't know yeah. why that's such a foregone conclusion, though. I mean, why does everybody think that he's just absolutely cashing out and leaving? Well, because I'll tell he you wants, what. He wants well, more isn't range. he the GM of the, of the Cavaliers? He makes this trade? <laughs> yeah, right. You know? Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, right. what I'm saying. I mean, I, I don't know. I, I think because I think he's going to be – I mean, I'm asking legit. Like, I'm not asking no, no, sarcastically. No, no, no. I mean, like, I just don't understand. Like, I haven't heard anything specifically. The only thing I've heard LeBron actually complain about is just that they went, like, what, three fucking months without a general manager? The only thing that... Or something ridiculous, you know what I mean? Which was they, actually ridiculous. It's not like he was out of line for pointed out. That's why he's leaving. Uh, yeah, but they did. I mean, they beat them before. I mean, they didn't beat them this year. I, they beat them last year. I, I, I agree with you, Ron, but... But no, no, no. I mean, all I'm saying is like I don't understand why it just seems like this. Everybody's just sort of accepting this as fact that he's just absolutely cashing out. When I haven't really seen anything that would lead well, me to think all, he's. There, there was rumors that also Kyrie was telling free agents, "Don't come here." Yeah, that was. I heard that too. He's another one, to be honest with you. Like I, I can't envision a circumstance where. I don't understand why he'd be that anxious to leave a team that's got that good of a chance at winning a title every year. Well, Ron, don't well, you know that's that Kyrie Irving thinks maybe the he world knows is flat. something. Maybe, maybe he knows I mean, something. Maybe, maybe. All right. Maybe well, he's a complete yeah, you want to look at it like you want to look at it in that context. All right. I mean, maybe if you heard that LeBron say, "All right, I'm, I'm going to cash out." Maybe and move that's along. why he wanted out. Yeah, maybe. I mean, I mean now that Kyrie's gone, but does again, that even that, things? you're just making an educated guess. Which again, I, I could connect the dots on it. It doesn't. It's not like it doesn't make sense. Mm-hmm. But it's not like there's been anything out there that no, would, no, yeah. you know, other than just you know talk radio, you know, just yeah, nonsense podcast shit. Yeah, like a bunch of fucking idiots on a bunch fucking, of fucking podcast. Idiots. Like, well, yeah. Oh, fucking <laughs> what? Uh, no, it's better to do on a Friday night. Yeah, you know. Well, yeah. yeah. Well. Erroneous. Erroneous on both counts. <laughs> I I uh, I think that uh, I, man, I don't know. Yeah, like I, I said, I just I don't understand Cleveland, why. I think Cleveland so made out widely like accepted man. as fact that he's gone. Like I just don't. I, I just don't I, see it. Feel, I mean, I, it's a I gut hear what feeling. You're saying, it's a gut feeling. feeling I get. I get like, it too. Like it's he damn. went back to okay. Cleveland. He got a ring there. He brought him a championship. So I'm justified to roll out again. Yeah. Like I want, I want going. Like I want to, I want to play I'm with a super cold team. Ass on your ring. <laughs> and this team can't afford to make a super team. Is, is Dan, yeah, but is, he's the one that really made a lot of the moves to get him to this point too. So I mean, for him to say, okay, well, we're backed into a corner. We can't afford to put together another, another uh, like super team. It's like, dude, you you basically run the team. I mean, right. this is on you. Like we ran out and got Kevin Love because you wanted him. Like we made all these moves because you wanted Every, these guys. We went over the luxury tax oh, because where, you wanted it. That's where it first went wrong. They shouldn't have traded Andrew Wiggins. No. Yeah, Kevin Love just I think he proved that he just compiled a lot of stats on a bad team. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Saw it a thousand he's times. a good player. That's, but what, that's what Chris Bosh did when he was with the Raptors. Mm-hmm. But at least Chris Bosh was very good at playing defense. Right. Yeah, and he didn't oh, necessarily yeah. mind playing third banana to the other guys, yeah, too. Yeah, he didn't I mean, care. Yeah. Why like, he, he didn't have an ego about it. Huh? Y2K banana. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That's going back 17 years. <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, it's, um, it's an interesting trade. For both sides, I'm surprised that Danny Ainge did this. Um, so am I. Like he's been such a good GM. Yeah. Like I, I he's just, been a shark. 
He really well, has. Like, there I hasn't been a whole lot of trades. He's come out on the wrong side. Right, of. and this to me, like, like he's trying to justify it. Like, it doesn't matter who you got. Like, you didn't get enough to give up that lottery pick. I don't. Like, no, I'll never think again, otherwise. But he Brooklyn's got so many lottery picks off that tr- the Paul Pierce Kevin Garnett it trade. He probably maybe and it's still, and it's, they might have the Sixers. Next year, I think we that's don't know. why he made this trade because yeah, why wouldn't they give up their own though? It's still a first round pick. Just say okay, look, instead of the Brooklyn right, pick, you can take ours because the, pick. the Celtics pick is gonna be like near the back end of the first round. There's a big difference. Between yeah, but the even that with the, the players involved, round. I think that would get it done anyway. To be honest so. with you, yeah, I'm like, sure they had those conversations. Well, think of it, Cleveland this, might not think it from Cleveland's perspective. You got three or four teams that want Kyrie Irving. The Celtics call you. They're like, the Celtics. I really need Kyrie Irving. He's like, all right, I got the Timberwolves. I got the pick some shitty teams. Prior to Lakers. The Portland Trail Blade just like well, one, one of them. But, but they're not Kyrie Irving also have a um trade clause where he could veto a trade? I'm not sure to be I'm honest with sure. you. I don't know. I don't think I, I, don't think I really did, don't know. Because I think he was still on his original is he still on his rookie contract? No, no, he's on his second deal. A second deal? That's why he can opt out. That's why he can opt out after nineteen. He's a fucking pig. He's a fucking if, pig. If you're the Celt- <laughs> if you're the Cavaliers, like, all right, you want Celtics, you want Kyrie Irving, you got to pay, you got to pony up for all right. him. But well, that's yeah. what I mean. Yeah. Why did Danny Ainge say, "Oh, okay. I think this might be one of the because rare instances that Danny Ainge is actually bidding right, against like this himself." This doesn't put them over the top. Nah, it makes them. Maybe it putting, makes them like better said, for this year. It, right. it makes them, be- but, but it doesn't put them over the top. So no, like, and it kind of jeopardizes their long term. Exactly. too. However, the only thing see, I would think the I'm same package with this. the Celtics pick as opposed to the Brooklyn pick would be enough to get it done. I mean, I if it I was agree. me, I mean, I still think it's a pretty attractive trade package. Isaiah Thomas yeah. is walking. I mean, they were going to either trade he, him or get Isaiah rid of him. Thomas was in the last year of his contract. Yeah, he was, he, he wasn't going to stay. However. It still yeah. doesn't justify giving up that pick. No, no. So, so here's here's the ultimate the question. Celtics are going to regret that. Here's like, the there's ult- no other. No, I, I agree. Bo- that's the bottom line. Yeah. They're going to regret that. Here, here's here's. It the, is uh, funny though because that's the only thing that's got me kind of on the fence about it is Danny Ainge's reputation. It's like again, this guy does not come does out on the wrong side of deals. Yeah, that's yeah, why it's like at face value, it just seems so lopsided. It's like. Shit, that can't be right. right. I mean, like, like, does he does he have something else up his sleeve? Right. I, I hear you, Ron. The yeah. first thing I thought was that's a weird trade. Like, I wasn't expecting them to make that. Kind I of was surprised to, again. The first things I thought of was number one. I was really surprised they picked the Celtics because again, that's probably their next closest competitor in the East. Well, did you hear that the, the, the next day the report that came out of ESPN? This Apparently, the Warriors called the Cavaliers and offered it's Clay true. Thompson, and the wow. Cavaliers said, "No, we're not interested." Like, I mean, is Isaiah Thomas better than Clay Thompson? It's the lottery pick. Right. That's their insurance if LeBron right. leaves. Right. That's right. what it is. That really upsets so, you. It does. Like, so, it, it not upsets me. It's just confusing. It's head scratching more than anything else. Yeah, like, like, I you just, just don't, don't understand don't it. don't understand giving up that pick. With it being said, locally... What does it do for the? What does it mean for the Sixers? What does it mean for the Sixers going forward? Probably nothing it, in the grand scheme of anything. things, because again, you have the two top teams that are just swapping Sixers assets weren't a little ready bit. To beat either one of them yet? No, not yet. No. But I'm not talking about this year, but three years down the road. I think this. I think it makes the Celtics. Well, three years it down the road, make, LeBron make might the be retiring. So I mean, at that Kyrie point, Kyrie might walk away from the Celtics. I think this is good for the Sixers. That's what I. I mean, because you. The Celtics are already built, right? And There's then, and too many gonna, moving and, parts, and, and you're projecting gonna, that far out. It's a little difficult to say. I but, mean, but the but the you know the fact that they could potentially get number one pick next year is now gone. It's off the table. You gave up 
a lot. I mean, the Celtics gave up a lot. I think they said there's only four players remaining from last year's team now. Wow. The Celtics? That, I, yeah. Wow. yeah. And they went to the Eastern Conference. Or, no, no, no. I'm sorry. Two years ago. From two years ago. I'm sorry. Okay. Two years that ago. That makes a little more sense. There's only, there's only five players remaining. So like the, yeah, but it's a 12-man roster, years, too. So, it? I mean, it doesn't really take a lot. I think that could sound a little bit more dramatic than it actually is. I, don't, I mean, But didn't they go to the Eastern Conference Finals both yeah, years? Did they? Yeah. Like, and, and that much turnover? That's it's a big like deal. why? Like, and you, 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 you hurt you your bench. You got rid of Jay Crowder. Jay Crowder was a big part of he's that He's a team. nice player. Amir Johnson, yeah. look, say what you want, but Amir Johnson was a good role player yeah, for that team. Now he's with the Sixers. You know, you lost a lot on your bench. Um I mean, I think Kyrie is an upgrade over Isaiah Thomas, but but, but again, it almost looks like Danny Ainge was like, "All right, this isn't working," and he only gave it three or four years. What did Isaiah Thomas average last year? Twenty nine points. So a game. Kyrie has to average thirty to make an improvement. Like, you know what I mean? Like, unless they're planning on getting offensive production from and another and area, and I mean, their assist totals were identical. Probably right, so you're, you're not getting that yeah. big. Of a, He's probably ready to step into another role. Well, I think. Danny Ainge, it was the rumors in Boston this year, past year, was they were not going to give Isaiah Thomas a max contract, which is shown it anyway, honestly. Which I see, but that's another problem, isn't it? The Celtics are still overloaded at guard, still. So this doesn't help the situation. They're expecting Marcus Smart, who's one guard, to have a bigger role. Marcus Smart, Av Bradley, Kyrie Irving, um. Who's the other one? We mentioned the, the one they addressed. Well, again, maybe the this leads to Tatum. Tatum. Kind of like you hinted at before. Channing maybe Tatum. this is kind of Channing Tatum. <laughs> Channing Tatum. <laughs> Jason Tatum. Uh, Jason Channing Tatum. Tatum. <laughs> Jackie. Jackie Chan and Tatum. What's his name? Jackie Chan Tatum. Jackie Chan Tatum. That's his corner <laughs> pub sports name. There's that picture. I'm gonna show you that picture. <laughs> yeah, dude, Jackie Chan Tatum. That's his corner pub sports name. Sean That's, Kemp Tatum. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Fucking poker whore. <laughs> and a poker whore. He's still under the fence, Frank. Exactly. <laughs> Godzilla Tatum. <laughs> Tokyo Tatum. Yeah, Tokyo Tatum. I'm looking at Boston's <laughs> roster on my phone. They really. Ah! <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yo, that's that's Jackie, that's Jackie Chan and Tatum. There he is. <laughs> that's, that's fucking. That's, <laughs> that's Pump Sports Jason Tatum. All right, for those who are listening and can't see it, I'll, I'll, I'll post it. It's a, it's a great picture. It's good shit. Uh, <laughs> All right, so, so I should change his skin color though <laughs> to make him uh, Jason, Jackie, Chan, and Tatum. Mustard. Gillins. Gildens. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Sorry. Um, apparently, it wasn't. Uh, <laughs> so you guys, you guys don't really see a difference. I'm Jason I'm Jason <laughs> Jump on five, Cody. <laughs> what was that one? Seven Eleven. Oh, that was uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. you. I'm Jason Tatum. Just like when Princess Diana was a big. Thank you. Thank you. No better way to break up the monotony than this. Fuck her right in the pussy. Fuck her so right in the pussy. <laughs> so you guys don't see. You dirty fucking pig. She said she was 18, Your Honor. Who am I to call her a liar? <laughs> so I think that uh, I think this helps the sisters personally. She's an ankle grab. I don't think it means anything. Anyway. 
No, I, I mean, I just think that this hurts their future. I think this they're going to haunt. This is going to haunt them. I, I really do. I, I when you're projecting out three years, though, it's like I said, there's well, way that's, too many. But that's when the Sixers really are going to be in the run into now, hopefully. What if this no, you know up, what's going to happen? That lottery pick's going to end up somewhere, and it's going to be like the, the, the Sixers. No, I mean that's what I started to say. I agree with you in the fact the that if, the if you look at their roster, the going to be like if we had that lottery pick, we'd have this player. Uh, and the Sixers are going to wind up fucking sweeping. You should be salvaging. If you look at the roster and you look at how many guards they have and then you look at the draft pick and everything like that, maybe this is kind of tipping their hand on another move somewhere. I mean, maybe they are looking at, maybe. you know, some other option or, you know, another player to flip I mean, to pick something back you gotta up. you got to believe something else is in the works. Like, this just didn't... It would, doesn't make sense from Danny Ainge. At face process. value, it doesn't make a lot of sense. Trust but the again, if it leads to another deal, to the then process. maybe all of a sudden it, like, trust it makes that's sense. Move. That's his other move, to trust the process. Trust the process, bro. Yeah, yeah fuck it. Don't ask questions. The process just over. trust us. We just, know what we're doing. Just the process is over. <laughs> the, Worst yeah. team in the history of the sport, three out of four years. Yeah. Yeah. They're, uh, they're all up. run. Oh, Ron, you want to go down this road? Yeah, their odds. Oh, man. After the trade, their odds went up to win the Eastern Conference. The Sixers. I don't really? know how. Yeah, they're, they're now fourth favorite in the yeah, East. Yeah, Jerry win. Sandusky just reported it. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're a crumb creep. Well, I mean, we'll see what happens with this trade. This is pretty interesting. So it's it's going to be you know fun to watch and, and see how this plays out. Because I, I, I think Cleveland eventually in three more years is going to be rebuilding. Um, well, yeah, they have to. I mean... Yeah, they've had a good run. I mean, they've been like a ten-year run. They won their championship. I think Cleveland fans are happy. They haven't won one since the Cleveland Browns in 1964. <clears throat> was last time they, the city of yeah. Cleveland had a championship. Well, and it's well, only yeah. a matter of time before either LeBron leaves or he breaks down. He's so he's so you have that. Oh, the basketball. You have that right, and then you have the fact that the Celtics, in my opinion, gave up a lot of their future. They gave up a lot of their bench this year. They got a lot of their future. For for one player, for Kyrie Irving, who, granted, has when he's the man, he hasn't succeeded. He hasn't been that guy. And is he going to do that much better than Isaiah Thomas did to make them that much better of a team? So I think I know where you're going with this. So in three years, who's the prime team to take over the Eastern Conference? Hopefully. Timberwolves. <laughs> Timberwolves, look. The, the Washington wi- Wizards. Wi- the Wizards are built, okay? John Wall's Four, five, a, a great six, player. But but you know you're talking three years down the road, man. You you don't know what's gonna happen with that team. You know John Wall's gonna be up. You know, <laughs> yeah. Giggity giggity giggity. I did that to myself unintentionally. Uh, you know, so we'll, yeah, we can do that. Do I have it? Yeah. There, there they are. There you there go. Are. Three more years. The team to take over. Three the more years. <laughs> the, the team. Three to more takes it seven. <laughs> nah, but you know what? This year I think's the year that. This is where you're going to see it. You start to see it. Really come together. Although, you know what? While we're on the Sixers topic, report came out this week, and it's kind of troublesome. Uh, it came out of Bucks, Courier, uh, Bucks County Courier Times that uh, Ben Simmons has been clear for 5-on-5, five five, right? Which is great, you know, which I hope because he was playing. Should be expected. He was playing 5-on-5 five five basketball in all, you know, he Australia. He basketball in like eight months. He's playing months. against the Australians. He was dunking on them and shit. But the problem is... Uh, notice hey! I didn't, hey! I didn't That's say not saying much. But someone else. Another shrimp on. on the barbie. <laughs> I didn't say someone else's name. Dash no. Oh, no, no and B has nice. not been cleared yet. What the fuck's going on? And B's not gonna get cleared until the first, like, the first week of the regular season. Not gonna but, clear him then. But, they don't want to. Not even team him. though. Doctors, honesty, doctors had not cleared him yet. I'm not That's looking to like 
throw cold water on anything. But at what point is this just normal for Embiid? Like, I think it's already at that point. Uh, I'm like but, individually. I mean, I know that every one of you are really big Sixers fans, and you know, real big, you know, processors and everything, and really banking on Embiid being this like real game. Ch- at what point do you just say to yourself, "All right, this guy's just never going to play more than thirty games a season"? But this is what happened. I hear that. But this is why the, the process took longer. Even if Embiid doesn't play more than 30 games a season, the Sixers are going to be all right because of the one they drafted last year. No, no, no. I'm not saying that you're wrong. I'm just saying with Embiid specifically, when do people stop counting on him to be playing like 60 games a season? I think it's already at that point. Okay. Like, well, I think you'd be Like foolish. I said, I'm legitimately asking. I'm right, not like trying I to th- be sarcastic. Uh, I mean, I'm I, legitimately asking the I question. think that you'd be foolish or naive to think he's going to play more than 50, 60 games a season through, through his whole career. What do you think is realistic? 35, 40? No, oh, pro- probably 50. F- probably 50. When was his knee injury? When did he get that in? Uh, February? February. And it was. they said it wasn't that serious. No. He didn't tear his ACL. Right, so why is it taking him so long to right, get cleared I think by doctors? I, I think Colangelo is... Yeah, like, I think if the Sixers were in better the, shape last year, he would have played. But here's the problem. The team, it has nothing to do with the team. The doctors have not cleared him to play. And pride. who runs the doctors, Sean? Sixers. Well, you would like to think they're acting as sort of a third party. That's what but I would think. Not. You know, you would but think. But they're not. The NBA is so corrupt in that way. You know what I mean? The agents run the league. You yeah, I would say the, I say you the most, exactly. I would say the the Philadelphia LVP is definitely the Sixers doctors. Let's be honest here. Well, like the Sixers doctors have been like either have been misdiagnosed several injuries, or but what's that tell you? you that this leave. isn't a very well run team. Don't trust the process. You should. No, you should, you should somebody <laughs> don't trust ear. the process. You shouldn't listen to a word they say. You shouldn't say you anything. Know. Nothing. That, that there's somebody in their ear. Telling them to say this. I wish I was in your ear. He was cleared to pay. Play. Well, wait a minute. I was about to write you a million dollar check. Hey, there okay, you go. You can't play. There you go. There you go. Uh, it, it, I'm a little worried. I mean, honestly. When's training camp? I think it's very it's, soon. It's um, September. It's right around the same time the hockey training camp starts. Yeah, it's like September 20th, something, something like that. So, so we still have him off. So I wouldn't say you shouldn't hit the panic button yet. But I th- give it a couple weeks. But if it's like training camp and he's just. Wearing a sweatsuit, not doing anything, then you need to start worrying. Yeah, I, I agree. He's not, I agree if with he's, that. Seen the devil himself. I agree with that. Yeah, like, let's, I mean, I noticed the worst word. I'm scared. I noticed the worst word we want to hear with the Sixers again, but let's just be patient. Let's see what happens. Trust the process. Like, no, the process <laughs> is over, but let's see what happens. Like, you know, in all seriousness, uh, it's I know not over. I keep going on the other side and. Again, I'm not trying to bust balls or anything like that, but at what point do you just want to see results? Like, at what point for you, in your mind, is just this just too much? That well, Ron, Ron, I wanted to see year. results two years ago. This year. But at the same time, Embiid wasn't healthy, which is getting old. never been which healthy. Which is getting old. Ben Simmons wasn't healthy. Ben Simmons was ready That's to play halfway through the year last year. He was. They were told not to play him because he's not losing his risk of winning the rookie of the year. I was sitting here okay? all the time. And no, unfortunately, I buy that. Yeah, right. I do too. Nike and, was, and was five million dollars, and then something like at that. The, the rookie of the year bonus yeah. is one million. It's one. It's one million. I thought it was more than that. No, it's a million. You got to protect your asset. Right. So, and then you had you, you drafted Fultz, which can, you know what I mean. Like so. Well, that's one of the things coming into this season um, that I feel much better about. 
that all of a sudden everything isn't falling on Embiid's shoulders. Like the entire fate of the team isn't hinging no. on him being. No, no but like, I don't. They're going to be okay if he doesn't play. I, I, think. I disagree. I don't think that okay is in what as in they can win a championship without Embiid. No, he, he's I the don't. guy that's going to. No, I don't believe that. But I do I think they'll be a, a much much better team. You don't team. think they can win a championship without Embiid? No, when you don't. Know. Potential that Ben Simmons has. constituted? No, guys, no. not a prayer. Hold up. JJ With the potential Rex. that Ben Simmons has. Ben Simmons isn't a great shooter, though. I mean, as he's better than people give him credit for. It's just absolutely ridiculous a passer, and as great as his court vision is, and as skilled as he is at finding the open pay, guy, who couldn't shoot when they came in the his, NBA? His twelve-foot jumper who really shoot, isn't that great. Who couldn't shoot when they came in the NBA? LeBron couldn't. I, I I know what you're getting at. Dwayne Wade was a better player than LeBron James when they came in the when they both came in the NBA. Yeah, he was. You're, so you're banking on him getting better. So like why LeBron wouldn't you? Did though? Why wouldn't you? I'm not saying you won't, but I'm just saying counting on him being able to do it. Uh, I'm saying his skill set right now is fine. I've got no problem with it whatsoever. It's it's terrific. But, Ron, but you even need to get with MB, even with MB, his skill set doesn't get better, they're not winning. But a if you're saying that right now they could compete for a championship no, without him, no, 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 no. See, that's where you're misunderstanding. Okay. The Sixers aren't going to compete for a championship for three years. Well, maybe, yeah. Okay. okay, you're going to start seeing it come together this year. But they're not beating the Celtics. They're not beating the Cavaliers. Okay, year. then I misunderstood what you meant. Right, I, I right, thought you right. said that right but now, as presently years, constituted, without Embiid. No, with, okay, then I, I misunderstood years, what you meant. Without Embiid, I think they still have a chance to compete for it. <clears throat> I, yeah, I, I said know. looking at it this year, no, if no, you no. didn't what, have Embiid, they're still going to be much better. Right? Gonna, right. John, what were you but say? he's just not a good enough shooter to put up enough offense. No, to, no, no. Right, okay. right. And, but huh. even with them be this year, they're not competing for the title. I right. think they make the playoffs, yeah, but John. they're not competing for the title. Take a break. Well, You're going to be a crook every day. You're like, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, the reason J.J. Reddick signed with the Sixers is because of Joel Embiid, because they were hanging out with each other in the offseason. So, Which is nice, so but if, if you feel like so, play. If so if you find out Joel Embiid's going to miss the first three months of the season because of this name, if you're J.J. Reddick, don't you feel like a little snookered, you're snookered well, a little not bit? not really, because, no, I mean, the player always thinks he's going to play. I mean, you're right, like, he's, that's full. I'm sure he wants to play. But Joel I mean, Embiid is the reason, it's going to be the, the player that's going to attract other players to come play here. It's not going to be Markel Fultz. Well, that's what they hoped. But, yeah, I mean, think, again, so at some point, could, he's got to actually play. So you think J.J. Reddick's disappointed? Like, oh, I'm not going to play to my potential because Embiid's hurt? I say disappointed, but he's on a one-year deal. He might just say, I'm going to go play somewhere else next year. Well, that's possible. Yeah, it's like when you're, when you're trying to get in some girls' yeah. pants for a long time and you think it's going to be really good and you're really fucking disappointed because it's like fucking roast beef. Two teas in a bucket. I don't see how the two compare. Bucket. Uh, all right. You're probably right. <laughs> it's like a corned beef special. Yeah, right. It's like... <laughs> it makes that sound every time you come in and out. Oh, my God. Sounds <laughs> like a dolly. <laughs> Still ain't gonna stop. Next. Ding. Ding. <laughs> Next. Ding. Take a number. Man. A number machine comes out. Where's Slinsky at? <laughs> I, I, I still roll up in her like Bruce Bunch Jenner. Of child. <laughs> there he is. There he is. Oh, <laughs> All right. So let's move on. <laughs> Listen, I, I'm with Blind, crippled, or crazy. I'll carry him. Wanted to tell you guys, I uh, bought a bottle of rum today, right? So I rode my bike to the liquor store. And, uh, Why are you riding a bike? You drive. What, do you live in Compton? <laughs> <laughs> this isn't Chester. Well, you know. Straight I, out of Levittown. I was, trying to, I was trying to save the environment, so I decided to ride my Where's bike. Where's the liquor store? Right down the street. Not too far. Where is it? Uh, it's like five minutes well, away. How'd you get there by bike? The liquor store. Rode it. 
Yeah. Right, well, how many miles? I pedaled. It's like a mile. It's a mile away. I it's got to be more than a mile. Uh, well, fine. <laughs> <laughs> so there's a little basket in the front of my bike. And I take there the is? Yeah, yeah. I don't remember seeing a bike. Yeah, it's like, I don't remember seeing a basket on a bike. It's where, where I put the cat. You sure you didn't ride your wife's bike here? No, no. Well, I should, you know what? I bought her bike. He's got a basket for you the pussy. You a kid and put it in the basket. I did. No. So I bought a bottle of rum. Jerry Sandowski song on your head. That's right. I actually was uh, Jerry, on the on the side Jerry, instead Jerry, of Huffy. Jerry. Instead of Huffy, it says Sandusky on the side. <laughs> little girl, little girl, want to see me pop it? I don't know. This story <laughs> smells like bullshit. So I went and picked up a bottle of rum, and I went. I looked at it. and said, "You know what? This isn't good. Because if I make it home, I'm gonna end up falling off this bike. This bottle's gonna fucking shatter." Should have drove. So I drank. So I drank the whole. So I drank the whole bottle of rum. Right. It's a good thing. Fucking. That's foresight. That's foreshadowing yeah, because yeah. I ended up falling off that bike seven fucking times on the way home. Why, dude, Sean, you know what I mean? Well done. Yeah. Well done, so, Sean. There you go. Well done. You knew things were going to yeah. I knew it, was gonna, it, was, it wasn't going to go well. He was, he was a concerned citizen that he might have hurt somebody. He knew he was you know, an irresponsible drinker. So. He knew I knew it. I knew he knew he was an He knew it. Alcoholics go to meetings. They do. Rehabs for quitters. quitters. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking quitters. Uh, what the fuck? Speaking of quitting, Ryan, I'm going to congratulate you for your cigarettes. Thanks, man. Yeah, keep Want it going. Want a cigarette? Keep it going. Trying to cut down myself. Cheers to you, man. Thanks, Stay man. off that shit. Thanks. With that, with that being said, not that it's you, related to smoking, but um, one of our loyal listeners is going through something uh, really tough right now. Quitters never win. Can- a little cancer scare, man. So uh, I'm not going to mention by name, but we're just you know, our thoughts are uh, with you. You know who you are. That's our, thoughts, fucked up. our thoughts are with you, man. Hopefully everything goes well. Uh, so uh, one of you know he's, he listens every week. So Ace is on your recovery, buddy. Yep, absolutely. Good luck. So uh, we have a championship game uh, happening in Philly tomorrow. Kind of. Yeah. Championship. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> it's sort of it. It sort of counts. Are we Arena, talking about the soul? <laughs> Arena Bowl 30. You guys excited? You guys going to wear your soul gear tomorrow? That's the pole. What's the, the, uh, what are they, who are they playing again? They're playing the uh, Tampa Bay Storm. The Tampa Bay ah, Storm. Ah, ah. They're hoping that the storm ah. doesn't rain <laughs> on our parade. If we beat the uh, Tampa Bay Storm tomorrow, it would I see what you did there. Avenge that lose NFC the Championship game. That's lost. right. John know. John made a good point. It's it, fake football. I don't yeah, know. Call TJ. Didn't they lose to the Storm last year? TJ's got season uh, TJ won. Yeah, TJ no, won. no, they won. They won. It's the Soul won. won the they Arena won the, Bowl last year. The, the defending no, I thought, Arena I thought League the, champions. I thought the Soul lost last year. No, they lost two years Does this ago. mean Bon Jovi's finally going to have a concert? <laughs> John Bon Jovi. Well, <laughs> fuck him. Now that, you, now that you mention that, my friend is a Soul season ticket holder. Or he On was. purpose? He, he owned, <laughs> Just his, couldn't get, couldn't get Eagles tickets? Or? No, his, his uh, stepmom... His, his stepmom told him, "Like we, I got you Philadelphia football tickets, like season tickets." He thought it was the Eagles. And he was all excited, oh, and then he got man. it, and it was the Soul. And he was just like, "I don't want." Are this. you fucking with me? No, <laughs> he, he, like she didn't know. It's like he, I guess she thought it was like the Eagles. It's like aren't they just as good? No, no, no. no this story now this story gets better. So he was an inaugural Soul oh. season ticket holder. So all the inaugural Hello. Soul season ticket holders got to go to a Bon Jovi concert oh, at oh. Citizen Bank Park. Guess yeah. who was the, the it's co It's my head- life, it's now or never. A bit. Like Box. Frankie said, I did it my way. <laughs> Jesus nah, Christ. Shut the fuck up! <laughs> <laughs> no, so they got Bonnie. tickets to go to like Box T to go to a Bon Jovi concert. Guess who opened bit. for Bon Jovi? 
Not too bad. Nickelback. You're correct. It was Nickelback. Oh, no. Oh, Ron was there. That's how he knows. <laughs> it's the only way that story could have possibly had ended. It was either going to be that or like Seether. <laughs> I think I'd rather see Seether than What's Nickelback. wrong with Seether? I would much Seether's rather see Seether. Than Sean has a Seether tattoo on his back. I do. On my ass cheek. Oh, boy. Uh, uh, all right. Do you guys know that masturbation is the only thing that isn't tax regulated or illegal? It's your freedom to go fuck yourself. <laughs> That's what pretty much is going to happen at the Arena Bowl. You can go fuck yourself. We don't even care. Gary's talking to old lady. He loves her. Oh, I love you, baby. Oh, love That's you, okay. Take a phone call. Run love you. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> smooch, smooch. <laughs> kiss, kiss. It's all right, babe. I'm only doing a fucking radio show. <laughs> yeah, we're only, so, on, we're only, we're only on, on the air. air. I love you. <laughs> you know where I'm at, you fucking pig. So. <laughs> <laughs> She's a pig. She's a pig. She's a pig. So they're all pigs unless they're related right to your friends. Exactly. Every last one of them. Exactly. Because wait, I wait. catch a hair, I'll drive you up fucking saying. Squeal. Why do you think I married you, you fucking whore? <laughs> Squeal. Squeal like a pig, boy. Squeal like a pig. You just shut up and grab your fucking ankles. What were we talking about again? His wife. Uh, yeah, his wife. deliverance. Gary's wife. Jesus Christ. <laughs> We're talking asshole. about Gary's old lady. We get on a deliverance kick. All right, so uh, no one gives a fuck about the arena ball, I guess. All right, so if I'm being honest, no. Yeah, I, I mean, my day's not going to change if they win. So do you guys see this I'm story? Home, I'll watch. If I remember, I'll watch it. This is if fuck. I remember. <laughs> this is fucked up, man. This is a fuck. Oh, yeah. I remember. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that thing's on the one with the thing with the 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 feels like half the half the thing. You got a pretty mouth. Yeah. And, and, you know the half a field. Yeah. And the half. He could go end zone end zone like fucking Tecmo Bowl. Christian Akoye. Christian Akoye. Drop all the way back. Bo <laughs> Jackson and Christian Akoye. <laughs> so, um, did you guys hear the story? It's not the Arena Bowl. It's the Tecmo Bowl. Yeah. Coming out of ESPN. <laughs> Remember Lawrence Taylor in that game? He couldn't be stopped. Him, Bo Jackson, Randall Cunningham was actually really good in that game. Christian Okoye was the other one. The Nigerian nightmare. He's Oh, my God. Yeah. He's a fucking No, not Christian. It was Priest Holmes. Christian Okoye. Priest Holmes. We're t- he retired like I 30 years ago. We're talking about that AFC West. I'm like, so like, you, you didn't mention Priest Holmes. I'm like, because he doesn't fucking play anymore. Wait, so they had a guy named Christian, a guy named Priest. Who's the starting running back for the Chiefs now? Alter Boy Johnson? <laughs> yeah, yeah, Alter Boy Johnson. Alter Boy Small Johnson. What about the children? Fuck the children. Baptist <laughs> <Dude>. Henry. <laughs> speaking, of, Bishop Sankey. speaking of Priest, real quick. True story, I swear to God. This is really fucked up that I just said that. We're outside of the. Uh, Jesus went, uh, that's fucked up too. <laughs> went to the Eagles game oh. and it was fucked up because we're trying to get in and we had we had all kinds of issues getting there. Anyway, long story short, you have to check your women have to check their purses now. You can't take a purse into the fucking link anymore. Really? You have to put it in a plastic bag. You have to check a locker for fifteen dollars. Are you serious? Right? Fifteen fucking 15 bucks. So we walk all the way around. Miss fucking kickoff. More on this, the game itself later, but. We're in line, and um, <clears throat> I'm like, this fucking place, fuck this place. I fucking hate the link. I'm going off. I'm like, we're missing the fucking kickoff because of this. 
guy turns around in front of me. He's a fucking priest. He has the collar and everything. I'm like, oh, so? man. So? <laughs> Why you're supposed to be re- you're supposed to feel wrong because he don't know what it's like to deal well, with. Well, I mean, at that well, point, it's true. like dropping the f bomb in front of an eight year old. Oh, well, you know what I mean? Like, how many hell Marys? He's on a fucking football game. Uh, I, I, Fuck him. Well, I, I drank. Exactly. You know what I did? I drank beer. That's what I did. He grabs his ankles too. <laughs> <laughs> fucking drank beer. That's how I got over it. I, I did feel bad. I, I did I feel bad. I would have felt. I had nice little kids with him. He knows what was going on that night. Anyway, so the he story. Was escorted by kids. The story. The story at ESPN. And you guys, that a boss? you guys heard this, man. This is fucked up. Were they driving uh, a boss? They were. A white. Van. It was a white van. It was a white van with no windows. Oh my god. Filled yeah. puppies and ice cream. Yeah. Puppies and ice cream and a cross on the side. <laughs> <laughs> the hubcats had crosses. Written in graffiti. It says not rapey. <laughs> yeah, not rapey at all. <laughs> Your yeah. local, you know, your local friendly yeah. this neighborhood is pastor. <laughs> yeah, this is Want to go to a football game? <laughs> Do you like gladiator Ooh. movies, Johnny? <laughs> Excuse me. Put on the helmet. Excuse me. Will you help me find my puppy? <laughs> help me find my puppy. Are Could you, like, you help me? I hurt my arm. Are you like Please a, help me find my puppy. Are you like a size? No, back a little further. Are you guys like a size? A little further. A size eight. Oh, I'll get in the van. <laughs> Oh, and just keep pushing it further. A little Get further. Oh. Hey, little boy, you ever have your shit pushed in? I'd fuck me so hard. <laughs> what are you talking about, brother? What are you talking about, brother? <laughs> uh, I never wonder why the shit was off the rails. <laughs> what are you talking about, John, brother? John's, John's sitting with his mouth open like, what the fuck? <laughs> um, so we talked about rape. All right, so that, that brings up this this. Uh, Do you like thing. Barney? Do you like Barney? Would you like him even better if I shove him up your ass? Out of me. It's a miracle we're still on. <laughs> we almost weren't on. <laughs> we got shoved for another show, apparently, and somehow oh, we still got Barney. back in here. So, uh, Yo, yeah. you ever seen that South Park I'm episode? trying to steal this fucking... You yeah, I did. You ever seen that South Park episode yeah. with the Yo Gabba Gabba fucking yeah. chick? Yeah, pussy. She gets on the stage, and Kenny, all, all, all he wants to do is, like, pound that fucking... Oh, yeah, what, yeah, 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 yeah. Purple Passion. No, what was it? It was the furry, the furry thing. Yeah, but what's he called that? He wants to pound that um, meat muffet. Sometimes I'll start a sentence, and I don't even know where Shut it's going. Shut the I fuck just up. I find it along the way. Today, Junior. Isn't that strange? A panda strange. Yeah, I remember that now. Yeah, yeah. You should know what a strange is. Your hand goes numb all the time when you stroke it. Um. Story. What's all that lotion on your arm? He rubs it on his skin. Or else he gets a hose again. Get the hose nah, again. I think I'll pass. Precious. So, uh, story at ESPN is fucked up story, man. Fat people need love too. Virginia, Virginia uh, college. I got you, dude. College uh, football game. Robert Lee, broadcaster, pulled from the game. Is his middle name E? It's not E. But did you hear about this? Yeah. He's Asian. And they pulled him from the game. I gotta admit though, I don't know exact because all I read was the headline. So I mean, I haven't actually figured out if this is just something that's being sensationalized a little bit, or if this is actually something that's like. <laughs> no, nah, he he's. That's what this is. Yeah, I mean, it's fucked up, man. Like like he led the fucking southerner. Like like he led the uh, the Confederates, right? Come he on. He was the general of the Confederates. Yeah, Jackson he Davis was the president. Of the it's like, okay. dude, I loved your car. <laughs> <laughs> you guys can really get some air on that thing. Yeah, it's fucked up because like it's like where's so Coy and Vance? That's that's where we are as a country. That a guy named Robert Lee can't call a fucking game in Virginia. Give me a fucking break. Give me a break, bunch of pussies. 
Fucking pussy nation. Pussy nation, man, I tell you. Like I said, I, I, I haven't read anything but the headlines, so I mean, I don't really... I'm not even in a position to have an opinion. Look, ESPN has been... Has been. Uh, I haven't liked the way that ESPN's handled a lot of other shit, though. Namely the Colin Kaepernick stuff. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. They seem to be on an absolute crusade. To yeah, like, Did you see I'm... what Jim Brown said today about Colin Kaepernick? No. no. Jim Brown said, which is, by the way, he's like an activist because... You know, he grew up in a time of civil rights. Well, yeah, but I mean, he actually had a problem. He had had a problem. He already (laughs) said, he said, Colin Kaepernick said, you either got to be an activist or a football player. You can't be both. And and you know, it's really funny, too, because when he was, when Kaepernick was talking to the Ravens, didn't Ray Lewis kind of tell him the same thing? (laughs) And Kaepernick's girlfriend went fucking crazy. Like, that's what she called, like, Ray Lewis and the uh, Steve Bishotti. She called called Ray Lewis the the house slave and Steve Bishotti the master. You're out of your element, Delaney. No, I'm not. (laughs) You're out of your element, Donnie. Dude, your phone's ringing. Phone's ringing, dude. Did you say Steve Buscemi? Hmm? Steve Buscemi, is that you said? Uh, uh, Steve Biscotti. Oh, Biscotti, okay. Uh, Making me hungry. Ray Crew. Uh, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. (laughs) You know what? It's kind of funny. There's pizza behind you still. A little slice. I'm going to grab one. A little slice of that. There you go. Uh yeah, I mean, uh, pussy nation, pussy fucking it's, nation, it's dude. Ridiculous. Like, I'm, no, I mean, I think this Colin is one Kaepernick network who's in the NFL. If he was worth a distraction, he's just not good enough. That's well, exactly my point. Well, Ron, Ron brought up a good point. He goes, "Look, enough of the fucking Kaepernick watch. Enough every day. Every day is the fucking. Here's an open on Colin Kaepernick. Who, who gives, gives a, a fuck? fuck? If he was any good, he'd be playing. No, Michael I mean, Vick this, killed fucking animals, and this he still is what, played. Exactly. No, no, this is what absolutely kills me. I mean, number one. People that aren't necessarily like diehard football fans are jumping all over this, like they understand the sport. Number one, there's not necessarily 32 fucking jobs every year. There's only maybe a handful. You know what I mean? Like before the draft, you know Cleveland was interested, and there was rumors that they floated a third round pick out there for him. He didn't want to play there, which is fine. I don't even necessarily blame him. I mean, Cleveland's been a quarterback graveyard. If he's a little skeptical about going there, also rumors where he turned down contracts. He apparently didn't want to take a pay cut to then go to the Broncos. So they were also interested, knowing that Osweiler wasn't working out and everything. Well, here's the 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 kicker. Here he he. Opted out of his contract with the Niners, who are probably the worst team at quarterback. I'll give him a little bit of a break on that because he was probably going to end up being cut anyway. So it, maybe that was one of those like, look, let's just call this what it is. But I think he fits Kyle Shanahan's offense. Look at what he did with RG three. He could have done probably something just for even for like a year because he could have just used him for a year. Ultimately, though, you're correct in that it was his decision. Seattle was interested enough to actually fly him in for a personal workout. W- when he left, the first words out of Jim Carroll's ma- or uh, Pete Carroll's mouth, "We have a starter." What's the implication? That he wants. He to wants to start, right? right. He's not happy he's just not taking a reserve role. Being a start to be a starter in the NFL. He's not. Secondly, so that's number one. You're assuming that there's all these jobs out there that just aren't there. Secondly, you're assuming he's okay with taking a backup role, which also isn't necessarily fucking true. Third, you're assuming he wants to take the veteran minimum backup money. Like, I saw the one comparison to Ryan, uh, Ryan Mallett. It's like, all right, well, Ryan Mallett's basically on a will-work-for-food contract. You know what I mean? Like, you know Kaepernick's not going to want that. You yeah, know Ryan he's not going to do like that. a fluffer to Joe Flacco. That's all he is. Yeah, has, I mean, know? basically, it's like, all right, look, even looking at it past that, you've got to fit into a system. Like, you actually have to have a skill set that, like, matches whatever. You can't just plug him in anywhere. Uh, nope. 
You got to have a system set up that actually makes sense for him to be in. Like, just for example's sake, that Seattle job was probably realistically a really good fit for him. Because, you know, Russell Wilson's a little bit of a mobile quarterback. He can kind of scramble in the pocket a little bit. He's still got a pretty good arm. Well, they don't well play, here's why Seattle. Play, they don't play a conventional type offense. That's what I'm saying. They like, that legitimately might have actually been a pretty good fit for mm-hmm. the guy. I think there's a reason they didn't, the Seahawks didn't sign Kaepernick. Is because this is why I think. I think he wanted to start. Not just that too. This the Seattle Seahawks defense hates Russell Wilson because they think he's an attention whore. He doesn't give him enough credit. The defense and he's a virgin apparently. So if you bring in Kaepernick and if he struggles, that's going to create turmoil (laughs) in the team because yeah, all of a sudden everybody's going to be looking at Kaepernick. They're going to look at they're going to look at Kaepernick because you know it happens in the NFL all the time. You bring in a high profile backup. Yeah. Starter struggles. I mean, look, how many times did we want McNabb I mean, let's bench? put it this way. You know, even going back to McNabb, if you were Kaepernick, my best advice, if I was to just sit down with him in an empty room right now, I'd say, dude, take the same route that Mike Vick did. Take a third-string job somewhere where you could just learn the offense, kind of get your shit back together. It, you know, just don't be a distraction. Show that you could be a team player. And then just wait for your next opportunity. I thought you were going to tell him to start dogfighting ring when he said take the <laughs> mic back. I got worried no, for No, but I mean, second. look at the way that he rebuilt his career, and he went on to a Pro Bowl. I mean, that would be the best example I could think of. Yeah, it's like, look, it's... The, he came into Philly, waited for his time, somebody got hurt, he stepped in and... Yeah, I mean, the rest is history. Right. Uh, I mean, my advice to Kaepernick would be the same thing. Go into some place, just take whatever job's offered. It, well, not necessarily whatever jobs are, because like I said, I couldn't necessarily blame him for the Cleveland thing. The only reason that I bring that up is just because there's clearly jobs that were out there that he just didn't want. This idea that he's being blackballed by the entire league is just a myth. It's just not true. Right. No, I agree. I completely agree with you, Ron. Mike Sielski just nonsense. wrote an article today saying that because Matt McGloin is struggling so much and Nick Foles... His health is up in the air because he hasn't played yet in the preseason that the Eagles should look at bringing Colin Kaepernick. Uh, that would be a disaster. No, no absolutely not. No, they shouldn't. That makes no sense whatsoever. No, I agree. I do think the Nick Foles thing is becoming worrisome. Um, it's an elbow, man. It's a big deal. Yeah, like if he doesn't play next week, I think they need to cut him. And get I got to admit, I'm surprised. I, I thought McGloin was going to... As a third stringer, I thought he was going to be kind of okay. I mean, he's he looked no, well, he has really no, bad. Well, he has no he's arm strength. Awful. So are we just moving to football then? I mean, <laughs> is there anything else on the agenda? I was going to talk about Reese, Reese Hoskins. Oh yeah, we can do baseball. We'll for do that real quick, yeah, and then we'll get back to football. All right. So uh, you know, the Phillies have a bright spot right now, and uh, yeah, there you go, Reese Hoskins, man, just hit his ninth home run in 15 games since being called up. He's uh, He's got my attention, that's for sure. Uh, I don't know about everyone else, but um, you know he's he's done this consistently for the last two years down in the minors. We've been aching for him to come up here, and uh, he's here and he's doing what he was doing down there, man. He's fucking killing pitching right now. And uh, well, look, so far so good. But I mean, the way that I always look at it is, it's not your first time through the, the league; it's the second time through the league. Right. And look, I mean, you could only look at him in the in the small sample size that you have to actually examine. But at the same time, I mean, he has absolutely torn the cover off the ball. I mean, yeah. he's re- he looks like he just Dude, he hit took a 500-footer yesterday. Like, he fucking killed that ball the second day. My he, only he, thing with a lot of the fi- – it's like, again, I know there hasn't been a lot of bright spots this season. But let's just try not to paint this guy out as the second coming of Ryan Howard quite yet. I, you know yeah. what I mean? I completely agree with Ron. Um what he's done has been impressive, but 
Let's see let's, pitchers let's, get a book on him right, a little let's, bit let's, and then let's, see what he does. Let's see what he's doing in, in September-ish. Because, um, I mean, look at Aaron Judge, for example. Next, I mean, I know he's kind of heating back up a little bit for the Yankees. But at the same yeah, they, time, I mean, since the All-Star break, I think until like off. two or three days ago, his he's average is like 170. He's leading right. the league in strikeouts. Well, you know what Reese Hoskins is doing right now that's really impresses me, besides the home runs, of course? A little bit of patience at the plate. He actually has walked more than he struck out. He's walked, before, yeah. heading into tonight's game, 11 times. He struck out 10 times. Which is rare for a Phillies I wholeheartedly batter. agree. I, his fir- one of his first at-bat, his first at-bat I've seen him was his, during his first game was his third at-bat. He had a 13-pitch walk. And that's in, for a rookie. Like, rookie players don't have plate discipline. No, no. He's one of the few guys on the team that seems like they approach an at-bat with a plan. And he was like, compared. He seems like he has some kind of an idea what he wants to go up I and I love these at. jerseys they're wearing. They're beautiful. Yeah, the Phillies are wearing. Look at the Reds. But you know, he, the comparison he got, he got a lot of comparisons to Reds first baseman Joey Votto for his plate vision and discipline. Struck him out. He just struck out now. So now, now he's even with walks. Yeah, he just jinxed him. Just <laughs> now jinxed he's him. even with the walks. Uh, Aji struck him out. But the, the uh, thank you, thank you. It, it's pretty. It's <laughs> thank you, thank you. Sit down. You sit down now. Thank you. Sit down. You wait till your turn. I'll, I'll give you a pedicle later. You fucky sucky for two fucky. <laughs> thank you. You know hit home run. Sit down. Jesus Christ. You bomb me. I bomb you. You sit down. Chop one five. Good. I'm Mr. Kaji. You sit down. Thank you. <laughs> we cook. We don't clean. We cook. We clean. We don't clean. Thank you. Thank you. Sit down. Sucky pucky for two bucky. So. Try again tomorrow. The, the entire you sit down. Thank the you. entire major leagues is doing this like alternate uniform thing this weekend, which is pretty cool. They have like the nicknames on the back of the jerseys, but like three of the players had to change their jerseys because they were patent, like they were copyrighted. Did anybody have he Uh-oh. hate me? Oh, who's that? Who? Nah. nah, that's it. Nah, that's it. Um, yeah, nobody had he hate me. Thank nah, nobody smart. had he. What was his name again? Rod Smart. Yeah, Rod, Rod Smart. Smart. Thank you, sit he down. hate me. He was with the Eagles for five. Inning over. Yeah. Sit yeah. down. He, he played with the Eagles and the Panthers, I believe, mm-hmm. too. You fucky sucky. Too. He was actually cut, pretty good with the Panthers. He special got teamer. Cut out of he was a special teamer. For he was a returner. He got cut from the He got cut from the XFL. Played five years with the Eagles. Yeah, pretty awesome. Five years was that long? About that. Thought it was that. Oh, five. I think was smart. I think it was five years in the NFL. That sounds a little more likely because I thought he spent the bulk of his career at the Panthers. Oh, I thought he was here for. I think he was on I the. Pa- he was only here I think he was on the Panther team that beat the Eagles in the mm-hmm. NFC title. Game. I thought he was on the Eagle game. I think he. No? I. I don't know. Fuck Rod oh. Smart. He hate me anyway. Fuck him. He hate me. Uh, yeah. So this is <laughs> this is exciting, man. I mean, so you got Nick Williams, you got Reese Hoskins, you got Altair, who's obviously hurt right now. But you know when he comes back, again. you know you know he can play a little bit. He's hurt again. Cesar Hernandez looks like he's. Unfortunately, Thompson doesn't look like he's. Jay Thompson. Yeah. I, no, watched it, no. I watched his start yesterday. He just has no idea how to pitch. He's got incredible talent. He's got a very good fastball. He's got good secondary pitches, but he had two men on with one man out, and he threw and he pitched into the worst possible. So he threw it. He threw a flat fastball right over the middle of the plate, up up in the zone. He got crushed. Yeah, yeah. He was a guy who was pretty just, high on too, but I mean, he just, he just no doesn't com- seem he has like no he's no command, mm-hmm. no command at all. Speaking of baseball, Ron, did you know that uh, you can get Pete Rose retro jerseys pretty cheap, sixteen and under? <laughs> How about that? What do you? <laughs> um, how about the fights yesterday? <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Detroit, 
Detroit and the Yankees, man. Big fights. Big fights last night. No, the, baseball uh, fights are fucking ridiculous. Yeah, was, <laughs> damn, look at this chick dancing on the dugout with the Your fanatic. Honor, she said she was 18. Jesus Christ, look at the ass Thank on that. Thank you. 16 and under. Speaking of 16 and under. That chick's not 16. Nah, she's definitely not 16. She's a fucking... Is this the segue to tell me how much pussy the fanatic gets? No, oh, dude, are you kidding me? Pick or not, I'd hit that. Big green cock. He fucking stinks. <laughs> Yeah, stinky green cock. It smells, like stinky. Green it smells like sweat and cotton candy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking Bulls barbecue. Comes up to you like the fucking, <laughs> comes up to you like the fucking trash out. What's his name? Like fucking, uh, fucking Oscar. Oscar the Grouch. Oscar the Grouch. Comes up to you like that. Like, suck my cock. <laughs> <laughs> he can do a sick sum because he has that fucking thing that comes out of his looks face like too. <laughs> <laughs> looks, like, looks like an apple whistle pop. <laughs> I can do magical things. It's like with a this. dog's red <laughs> lipstick. Suck on this. That's fucked up. But like the best part is it smells like he's been under the Ben Franklin Bridge with poker whore. The best part is the, the fanatic's expression never can't never changes even when he comes. <laughs> it's the same. <laughs> he's always surprised. His eyes are always wide open. The red thing just goes out a little further. Yeah, it's just a little bit. <laughs> it's like confetti when it comes out. <laughs> Happy birthday! Yeah, it blows off at the end. Like the, it's fanatic, like, the fanatic team comes out and cheers you on. Yay! Shoot top dog cannons. See, that would be a that would be a rain delay special. I would watch. That'd be awesome. Fanatic porn special. <laughs> that chick from the fucking softball league that's constantly you doing the rain. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! We just down. We you just... want me to put that where? That don't belong in there. <laughs> <laughs> the tongue comes out. <laughs> anyway. Take, take a ride on my three-wheeler. I'll show you where it the goes. Fu- <laughs> you know you wrote it. The, f- the fight's last night, man. Whoopi wrote it. So, um, uh, uh, Miguel, Miguel, Cab- Miguel Cabrera got suspended for seven games. <laughs> Neck like Mike Tyson. Got, and then Gary Sanders got suspended for four games. <laughs> Who did? Gary Sanders got, Gary suspended, Sanders got suspended for four. Yeah, wow. Jerry Sandowski got suspended for four. What? No, Gary, Gary Sanchez. Oh. They nicknamed him Dirty. Dirty? The Dirty Sanchez? See, that could have been on his, th- does anyone, his nickname. Does anyone still not want Giancarlo Stanton on his team? Because he just hit his 49th home run. No, I absolutely do. Oh, my I mean, we God. talked about this. I mean, Corey's still oh mighty, man. I would give up a fucking lot. There's probably two guys I wouldn't. There's nobody I wouldn't give up. Reese Hoskins and Nick Williams. Nope, I'd, I'd give them both up. For Stan, yeah, like I wouldn't argue. Like, it's a proven fifty home run hitter. I wouldn't argue with you, Ron. I mean, it put asses <laughs> for in me. Seats. It wouldn't even be a matter of like who. It would be a matter of okay, how many? Yeah, <laughs> like, I, I hear you, man. Like, dude, just fucking take yeah, it. The There's fil- nobody on this team the, is good enough Phillies to be untouchable. Actually, in a rare position, so like the, the teams that want uh, John Carlos Stanton or teams that are contenders, not going to give you any guys on their roster right now. Right. The Phillies could say. Give up Caesar Hernandez. Pick five. They, they, could give, <laughs> they could give him like Caesar Hernandez in a trade and bring up Scott Kingery. Give him mm-hmm. the fanatic too. Fuck him. They could give him some Freddie Galvis and call up. Who do you want? You tell us. Exactly. Would you trade the fanatic for Mike Trout? Yeah, he's a fucking pick. Yeah, we'll, we'll dig up Harry Callis and give you Harry Callis. <laughs> That's wrong. He, he's a fucking pick. Too. Like I said, there isn't anything on this <laughs> roster I wouldn't give up to get Mike Stanton. Back from the dead. Yeah, but are the, are the Marlins going to trade him now? Because Jared Jeter's like the, the one of the Probably not. Not with an ownership group switch over. They're not going to trade him. I'm going to call some baseball. Come here, Harry. Let me see what's under that skirt. <laughs> Doesn't his son work down there in Florida? Tampa. Odd. No, no. He's with the Astros, I think. Uh, yeah, Astros, yeah. yeah. 
Todd. Todd. He talks just Todd. like Todd. Todd the Bod. Todd the Bod. Todd the Bod. Smells like fucking God. Todd, what would it cost to get Jerry to get your dad's grave so we could uh, you know, <laughs> trade for Gene Carlos Stanton? No, I'm just dig the fucker up. Well, well, Is there anybody you wouldn't give up to get him? Apparently. I'm talking about digging up Harry Callis. Like, what? Don't you get the point? <laughs> I'll take that as a no. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, you want Richie Ashburn, too? Is that the cops coming over your house to arrest Jesus no, Christ. Yeah, Harry right. Callis alone. Jesus, yeah. He, <laughs> Fuck. Him and Frank. These are even lines I won't cross. Uh, oh, more on that. Oh, I'm, I went too far for sure. I'm too classy for the show I right now. See. You guys are out. I gotta admit, it is really funny watching Tro- watching uh, Sean try to rein shit in. Yeah, yeah, I went too far for. That's sure. a really interesting spot to watch. Him digging in the <laughs> digging in the body of Harry mm, Cows to set him. The I'll keep that in mind. Sean. Now, 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 now granted, that's fucking funny. <laughs> <laughs> I just have nothing to add to it. I just want to move on because we got a lot to cover. That's all. <laughs> His body's probably extremely well preserved because he was a big drinker. Yeah, he was. Yeah. He probably. That's like a fine bottle of wine. We're gonna just keep going with this, aren't we? That's just we're gonna, no, no, you I'm ready could, to move on. You, you could plant his fucking his bones in a tobacco girl. <laughs> Here they are. Here's my you ever hear body. Cigarette in the fucking booth. Oh yeah. Oh, what was? Yeah, it well, was, I think was more Richie Ashburn. It was Ashburn. Yeah, was a big cigar pipe. smoker, man. Yeah, but you would hear Harry Callis linking the cigarette. Do you know the seventh inning stretch he got blown by the interns? Harry Callis did? Yeah. Well, no, nah, I just made that up. Get That's a total here. lie. Let's start get a rumor. In here. Let's start a rumor. Get in here. I used to get my dick sucked during the seventh inning stretch. You want to work tomorrow? Come over here and pull down my zipper. <laughs> the ball girls used to play with my balls. That, that must be how Ruben Amaro Jr. got his job with you the Phillies. You dirty oh, fucking pig. Yeah, you kidding me? Yeah. Don't worry, I won't tell your father. <laughs> Him and Pete Rose. Come on, Stan. Don't you want to come play here? Come on. Don't, come on. Don't you know I got my dick sucked? Don't you want to be traded for me? Well, Barry Harry Callis right in the middle of fucking their, their stadium. What's their stadium called? The I fucking circus fucking the stadium. The one the fucking statue of the vagina. Carnival. Yeah. Fucking yeah. That fucking stadium is a dis- that, that's a disgrace to Doesn't baseball. Doesn't it have like a water slide? Yeah, it's a fucking carnival act. Yeah. Fuck a vagina. He's got a big vagina out in the outfield. My buddy actually went down and saw a game there. He's there like, you should see the concourse. Right the the right. entire thing looks like it's tiled with, like, bathroom tile. He's like, you look like you're walking <laughs> through a men's room for the entire concourse. <laughs> con- He's like, it's crazy. He's like, they have, like, the blue, glossy, small, like, tiles that, you, again, you find in a bathroom. Subway tile. They accommodate, they accommodate, like, the Spanish tradition down there with the bright colors and shit. They accommodate the Asian tradition with the sideways vagina on the right side, the right field wall. <laughs> Just give me a fucking taco and a burrito. <laughs> Same thing. All right, let's move to football. All right, sound good? No, I'm fine with it. All right, no, enough for this. All right, let's uh, let's preview the AFC East. We only have two more divisions to go, man. This is it. I could finish this in 15 seconds. The Patriots are going to win the division. Uh, Everyone boom. else is going to lose. Done. Well, yeah, I can't, I can't that was a quick segment. Yeah, done. I think that segment's done, dude. Well, yeah. But it's Next. All right. Why? He's got all these notes. No, <laughs> it's, the Dolphins, it's the Dolphins, Jets, and fucking... Mike wants to read. I mean, Sean wants to read. <laughs> <laughs> Bunch of child. Can we all agree the Jets are going to finish last? Yes. That's agreed upon. That's definitely agreed upon. Well, so, it's the all Jets, right, so... the Dolphins, and the Bills? Come on. Well, Dolphins they, and Bills are kind of interchangeable. They, I mean, yeah, I think yeah, it, yeah, yeah. either of them could... They you might know. make a wild card, but come on. That, that, that's, the segment's over. 
It's the Patriots to lose. Smack them. It's sure. over. I'm gonna smack your. I'm gonna smack, smack him with my dick. <laughs> Buffalo a, last year finished at seven and nine. Big dick. <laughs> they're gonna finish seven and nine again. The, big dick. They're gonna be like they're on the you move. So? They're on their way up. Probably like four and twelve. They added a lot of dude. I tell you what, uh, Buffalo did the most in the off season. I mean, first of all, they got McDermott. They're right? Gonna, they're gonna compete with New England for the division. Not this year. I think McDermott's a bright guy to be honest with you. So if you what? look at that team going forward, they've got a lot of draft picks in the next yeah, couple they're, of years. They're, they're they, their future's bright. I he's think like the Brett Brown of the NFL. It took me like a half hour to fucking write this out. No, I mean, he learned under Jim Johnson. It's not about who's going to win it. Been the coordinator here. You know, learned under Ron Rivera. The Panthers system is very defensive-oriented. I think he's a really bright coach. And, you know, kind of swing him back to the Eagles for a little bit. The Panthers system is basically a Jim Johnson system. Well, that's what I'm saying. I mean, he learned under both Johnson and Ron Rivera. You know what I mean? Like, two really bright defensive coordinators. I mean, you can't ask for a pedigree better than what he's bringing to the table. Which, again, you know, I know that Sean and I have talked about in the past. This is one of the reasons that I was really disappointed. The Eagles didn't even talk to the guy. We had this conversation. I hear you. Yep. They didn't even interview him. Like, no. makes no sense. The Bills- Instead, we decided to hire the guy that nobody interviewed. I hear you. <laughs> Hired by her ex head yeah, coach. I hear you. So, so, you know what McDermott did? He added Mike Tolbert. Yeah. <laughs> Mike Tolbert? <laughs> wow. Added, look at that. Wow. Andre Holmes, Jordan Matthews, Silly Brown, Rod Streeter. So I just named four receivers they just added to that core. They have, like, the receiving core we did last year. And, of course, they got rid of um, Sammy Watkins. And and Watkins is gone. Um, Two hits. That is Stephen Hoshka, whatever. They drafted Tredavious White, who I think is going to be a good player. And then it added Zay Jones, another wide receiver. They they five receivers, dude. That's a lot of – But a, they don't have a quarterback that can get – You don't like Tyrod Taylor? Taylor? Okay. Tyrod Taylor is okay. He's, He's okay. serviceable. I'd rather, you know what's really strange, I'd though? rather I mean, have Tyrod Taylor and Colin Kaepernick. It's really strange. Like They seem absolutely intent on finding another guy, though. It's like, look, it, I'm not putting Tyrod Taylor in the Pro Bowl by any stretch of the imagination, but he's not – Bad. I think I know where you're going with this. Franchise quarterback. Like, I don't see why three. they're so eager to get rid yeah, of the guy. It seems like they're looking for anybody to jump up and right. take his job. It's like, look, I don't understand the sense of urgency to get rid of right. him that there seems to be from the outside looking in to get rid of Taylor. The franchise quarterbacks yep. don't grow in trees. Well, what they're trying. You got a solid, serviceable guy. Yeah, so I, I, I don't see the sense of urgency to necessarily move on from now, as quickly as they seem to tend to. Sure, yeah, okay. Like, you know what I mean? Absolutely do what you got to do, but I hear you, Ron. I right. hear you. Yep. I think they're trying to copy the Jets, and they're trying to gun for a quarterback. Uh, I mean, why round. would you copy the Jets of all teams? <laughs> yeah, right. Because the Jets are probably going to finish with the worst record <laughs> fucking this mess. year. So they got they, maybe they feel they're Who compelled. would be the number one quarterback coming out this year? <laughs> Sam Darnold out of USC. All right. What about the guy out of UCLA? Josh Rosen. I mean, he's going to be up there, I Rosen's think. a fucking lunatic, though, too. Heard he killed someone. He has to lay low. <laughs> um, where did you get a trident? <laughs> so, so the Dolphins, Dolphins, the team that the Eagles played last night. I, I think they're much improved. I mean, they they finished. I love that. They finished ten and six last year. I love their receiving. They were ten and six last year. I also think this is the only team the Cutler could actually find any success. With. I agree. Yeah, but Cutler's he looked good last night. Cutler is personally going to lose at least one or two games for them. Maybe, but I, I do think he's going to yeah, – for some reason, man, he just listens to Gase. Like, right, Gase like just seems to – Yeah, because, like, Ryan Tannehill was yeah. so great when they lost him. Like, well, 
I never. I'm not a big Ryan Tannehill guy. I don't. I don't really like him. There's a few things. We, I mean, like I think it is. He reminds me of Blake Bortles. Actually, is a quarterback that seems to have mm. all the intangibles that you want to put it together, but just yeah. can't seem to. Yeah, well, can't seem to get a shit. Yeah, but you know what? That's a shame. Can't he, get out of his own. Way. That's unfair yeah. because I think he had a good year last year and he got hurt. He ended up getting hurt and and, and they, you know. No, again, if I was to on Madden put together like just a quarterback, like Frankenstein one together, like just customize whatever. It would probably look something like Tannehill, Bortles. <laughs> Bortles, but even Bortles more than Tannehill. How about Bortles, <laughs> Bortles has, like, you know, I know how it's going to say I know it. I know what this is going to happen here. But Bortles has the body. He has the arm. Um, he, it looks like he has he the He starts mobility. to come and then he pulls out. It looks like. Um, no, I don't disagree with any of this. So it's it just seems like with Bortles, it's all between his ears. Yeah. No, I agree. Like, he just can't get out of his own way. Especially, I mean, he's got weapons around him. It's not like it, he's just on this. It's not like it's a tallest midget in the circus situation where he's the best player on an awful team. He's got a terrific receiving core. Exactly. His offensive line's not bad. No, he's got I a mean, decent running back. And he's got, right. they got a, an okay defense. I think it's the coaching. Because how many offensive coordinators I'd be really interested have? to see now that they switched up the coaching staff. Who's the it, offensive coordinator now? But what, he Miami? looks worse. No, I mean, he's getting outplayed by Chad oh. Henney. Yeah. I mean, he looks terrible this season. Yeah. What they should do. Actually, they both look terrible. It's not they, just him. They're just both bad. Oh, I, this is not throwing roses at Chad Henney's feet. No, I'm just saying no. he's being outplayed Chad by Chad Henney. With Chad Henney, Chad Henney's taking the offense down and scored points. Blake Bortles hasn't scored one point with the starting offense for Jacksonville yet. Not one point. No. It, it's pretty. Bad. You know what? You know what they should do. Jacksonville should do is trade uh, the Bears. Um, Not exist. The Bears. The the uh, Jesus, no, because Trubisky's probably going to. Mike, Mike this Lennon. Is Osweiler, right? no, the one oh, no, 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 the one that signed. Um, um, Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon. They should trade for Mike Lennon. Mike Lennon's better than Bortles and. I thought Mike Lennon should have got a better shot in Tampa Bay. I liked them. <laughs> I did too, actually. I think uh, Mike. Le- I could be in the minority, but well. I think Mike Lennon's actually a little tiny bit underrated. Yeah, like he played all right that one season he started, and then they just. I know there him. was a bit of sticker shock with the contract that he uh-huh. got from the Bears, and I mean, I get that. Right. You know, I'm not disagreeing, yeah. but I don't think he's as bad a quarterback as people, no, it, you know, tend to think that. But he then is. they then they drafted Trubisky and they moved up to get him. Well, so Trubisky's like, actually f- outplaying. But he is, yeah. and, that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, it seems good. like Trubisky's probably gonna, might start the season. So why not do that? Why not? What do you have to lose? You're Nothing. not going. You're not going anywhere anyway. It doesn't make any sense to keep a backup that's that high so, a price. So, I mean, so, you would do better to see if you can move the contract and get build some assets. What they're, they're going to bank on is yeah. that Glennon goes in and he plays semi well. They can bend the Hewitt. Let's say he gets injured or he has some kind of mysterious injury. They'll put Trubisky in at some yeah, point. Yeah, but if next that's year. the case, why would you pay him that much money? They weren't but thinking the, that that team's trade, a fucking the, the mess. Trading for Glennon, dude. Like, if you ask me, um, they drafted Bortles when they hired Gus Bradley. So them two are linked. If you move on from Bortles, you have to move on from Gus Bradley. Uh, I mean, Bortles certainly isn't making a case for himself. No, that's for I, sure. I, I agree. I agree. But, like, if you trade for Glennon and you're giving up I mean, up you would Bortles, like to think he could adapt to a different system without I, a lot of trouble. But I, I mean, think the team like that's going to get Blake Bortles if they move on is going to be the Cardinals. And they're going to – Actually, that would make sense. Because Bruce, Ar- Ar- Bruce Arians is – Bruce Williams. Arians made Williams. Tommy Maddox look like an NFL yeah. quarterback. Yeah. 
Yeah. I can see that. Yeah, like I said, that, that would make some sense. Yeah. I can see that. Because they need to get a young quarterback to replace right. Carson Palmer. Right. right now, their backups are Drew Stanton and Blaine I'm Gabbert. Surprised. I'm surprised yeah, it's kind of what I thought with the draft. They would either go, yeah, what did I say, cornerback or quarterback? It, I thought they were going to draft somebody. Yeah, but they had, yeah. All those, they had two teams trade up to yeah. get a quarterback mm-hmm. they probably would have drafted. Right. And they probably didn't want to give up all those picks. I, I thought they were going to get Mahomes. Uh, That's what I thought they were. The Cardinals, yeah, I thought because I, I thought he was going to last, and, then, two, three, and he looks really good in the preseason too. You Patrick watch Mahomes, two three years under Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes is going to be a good quarterback. Dude, he, he's out playing. Alex I'm Smith. still kind of skeptical to be honest with you. I mean, I didn't think he was that great coming he's, out of college. He's raw. I mean, he's very raw. Yeah. Uh, just real quick, uh, Miami. So you know, we, we were just talking about Miami. They, they added Julius Thomas. They added Fasano, uh, Lawrence Timmons, they, Nate Allen, whatever. But they had, you know, they added a couple pieces there. They lost. I think, I think Miami's a decent team. Charles Harris, defensive, and they actually have a good defensive Charles line. Charles Harris, they I, do have a good. They do have. A good I'm team. very unimpressed with Charles Harris because Dylan Gordon was dominating him in the team practices <laughs> yeah, and in the preseason true. game last night. Dylan Gordon owned him like almost every snap. That's true. That's it's true. Uh, they lost. That's Jordan. the thing. I mean, yeah. it's, it's preseason, but I mean, when the back Eagles backup left tackle is. Dominating you. Yeah, I mean, right. Derek Barnett's looked great, but he's yeah. going against backup left tackles. I want to see him. Right Barnett's see legitimately him. looked really good, though. I mean, again, you can only go up against lads lining up in front of you, too, right. though, at the yeah. same time. Well, I mean, he, was, he started last night, and he thought he did a good job in his limited time. Right. I don't read too like with the, especially with the line. I don't read too much in this especially game. with entrenched like, starters like guys right, that you guys know that their position is not in any jeopardy their, that you know it's their position. They're literally just getting work in. Exactly, they're just getting yeah. in football shape. That's it. They're not trying to dominate. It's a preseason. No. Well, here's something to think about. Miami only plays three teams. Take take away New England. Only plays three other teams that were in the playoffs last year. Their schedule is very easy, and they have a decent team. So keep that in mind. So but how ever, many teams have we? Have we well, seen I mean, I don't over think it's years? unthinkable. They well, go absolutely. Eight, eight, that had like, I mean, because you know, like, the pitch is every year. Card. They're not winning that division, though. No, I still absolutely think it's New England's lose. Well, easy. Speaking of New England, I mean, they they added Mike Gillespie, they added Bur- Rex Burkhead. It doesn't matter. Brandon, Whoever they add, just Brandon Cooks, Dwayne, Dwayne Allen, Andrew Hawkins, Gilmore. They added a lot of players, man. They lost, you know, Blount, Michael Floyd, whatever, Martellis, Bennett, Chris Long, Logan Ryan. The only the the, uh, the only really tough teams they play is Atlanta, Oakland, and Pittsburgh. That's it. And then their division. Yeah, because they play in that cakewalk of a division every year. But finish fourteen and two. John, thirteen and three at worst. John brought this up before the right before the show. We have an injury report with New England. Yeah, uh, Julian Elliman. Tom Brady. I don't jo- think it Julian Elliman got carted off the field for the knee injury. It's a big loss. Doesn't matter. I mean, that's an adjustment for them. <laughs> They'll trade for Aguilar and he'll be a pro bowler. Right. Like they, they <laughs> it's the way it fucking works. It probably, it probably, probably works. works. <laughs> no, I, I agree with you guys. I mean, like I think New England still wins it. 14-2, they win the Super Bowl. And then the Jets, I'm not even going to fucking bother. No, the Jets are a fucking mess. Dude, five of, their, five of their first eight teams they play made the playoffs last year. And it doesn't matter because they have – I'm not even going to go through a list because they did draft Jamal Adams, who I think is going to be a good fucking safety in this league. But they have nothing. I mean, one, the Jets, the 15, Jets have nothing. Todd Bowles is fired by week nine or ten. I'll tell you what. The one thing with that team that I can never understand for, uh, and I know Todd Bowles is a little bit more a defensive oriented coach, so it, it goes from you know the other side of the ball back to the offense. But at the same time, I keep looking at the quarterback position with them. It's like, it's without exaggeration, like four mismatched parts. I mean, there's there's no. I don't see how you could look at their yeah. their depth chart at that position and think there's any plan at all. No, you right. Get, like who's their starter? 
Bryce Petty, maybe? No, it's going to be Josh McCown. Josh McCown, yeah. He's I know. Be, by default, he won speaking, that job by default. Speaking of that, because well, Hackenberg take, doesn't know how to lead a team out of a huddle. But uh, speaking of that, anybody t- see the hit that Hackenberg took the other night? No, I didn't. It was see the that. second preseason. Was game? it from, uh, from Sandusky? No, it wasn't from Sandusky. No, no, he wasn't there. He, he wasn't was, there when Sandusky. I know. I know. <laughs> he was preoccupied. Sandusky. That's right. He was in prison. Yeah. Getting yeah. fucked himself. Yeah, you know, by some big buck. You know. I hope. He anyway. I mean, look, I always thought that Hackenberg could actually play. In the right, but it Another had guy. to be a very specific. I thought Another Pittsburgh guy. would be a it's good spot. No, 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 he's got the worst <laughs> mechanics out of any quarterback I've ever seen. Uh, I, th- I really think a lot of it was just con- Did you see conforming the to Franklin's system, hitting, hitting a, a media guy. Yeah, like he overthrew a guy so badly, hit some guy that was like. In I the think the second area. year he had in college under Franklin just absolutely completely fucked his mechanics yeah. up. Yeah, uh, I think he was fine under a broad, but that's what I'm saying. One, he was the number one recorder. recorder he was a guy that you, in, the, in, the in my opinion, you needed to tear him back down and just rebuild it completely. Right. You know what I mean? You had to take it down the scratch. That's if why I thought up, if he ended up on a, what a team. Uh, Bruce Arians. Well, I Andy said the st- Actually, yeah, the Cardinals wouldn't have been a bad spot right. either. He'd have been it. all right. A down the field style of offense right. where right. you could actually say, okay, look, Ben Roethlisberger is going to be here for another three years or so. We have plenty of time right. to get yourself right. Yeah, right. exactly. Like, let's just start this fresh, bring it back from the beginning. Uh, I think, again, he's a project. But I think he's got the physical talent to be able to pull it back together. As soon as the Jets drafted, I'm like, no, he's done. He's right. never going to play a meaningful snap in the NFL, ever. Speaking of college, and you were just talking about Hackenberg and, and his days in Penn State, uh, next week, uh, college football preview uh, before the season starts because it starts actually next weekend, which is fucking awesome. I college football. Th- I, fuck, I fucked up. I thought it started Yeah, tomorrow. next 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 week. All right, next week's Labor Day. I thought it was tomorrow. No, next weekend. I actually do think there's some games tomorrow. Yeah, is there? Is. I could be mistaken. It's, yeah. usually, it's usually Labor Day weekend. But whatever. Next fucking week, we're doing college football preview. I, th- I, thought, the, uh, <laughs> I thought college started the... No, it starts the... Shut the fuck up! English, motherfucker! Do you speak it? He's so angry. All right, so last night, Eagles, uh, Eagles last Dolphins. Night. <laughs> last, last night. Last uh, night, Eagles night. Dolphins, man. Uh... Hey, real quick. I mean, we don't have to go through the whole thing because it's preseason. But you know, how about some positives? What do you guys, what do you guys take away positives from last night's game? Wentz. Where the fuck's your brother at? Uh, he's probably shitting Car- Carson, Carson Wentz looks. Um, I don't know. That one pick he threw is pretty ugly. It, it is. Was tipped. But, but he got, also, it got batted down at the line. Yeah. I don't know if one of his linemen. Wasn't a very good throw though. No, he, no. he was trying to go also, over the head of somebody he's else. Also and, running for his life too though. Like for because for whatever reason. I said good things. Yeah. <laughs> That was the first time the Eagles starting Jeffrey offensive nice line catch. has played at all th- this season. Jeffrey, Torrey Smith. Aguilar had a play, didn't he? Zach Ertz looked no, pretty good. He didn't do anything. Zach Ertz looked good. Michael Corey Kendricks. Clement. Michael Kendricks is playing yeah, with his fucking... I'm going to be yeah. mad if they treat Kendricks for like a sixth-round pick. You can't. You Not can't trade point. him. You know why? No, he's he's you, actually looked pretty good. You need linebacker depth on his team right now. You do because... Is Nigel Bradham? He's supposed to get suspended. You don't want to know. He, he yet. might get suspended. Yeah, from Corey, last year, from punching the pool boy. Well, no, he got arrested. At oh, and that too, for bringing a gun. That's today. the guy that's worked his ass off. Who's that? Corey, Corey Clement. 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 Yeah, Clement. Yeah, but how good. many times have we had an undrafted running back and we've like pumped up and then get disappointed? Like, oh, well, you know what? what I mean, Chris last year it was Paul Turner. Yeah, Chris, you know, Paul, the wide receiver. Yeah, that is that. That is true. But it happens all over the NFL. Why can't it happen here? 
Look, look a, a, a Arian, Arian Foster. Guys Arian Foster. And Specifically at the running back position. Yeah, but for the, uh, the last, like, 20-some years for the Eagles, we've had our starting running back has been drafted in the second or third round. Right. Brian Westbrook, Deuce right. Staley, LaShawn McCoy. They've had a remarkably good run at the well, position, too, for a very for a long while, time. Which is funny because for a while before that, they were very bare. You know, you, you had well, it's a, funny because I always thought wide receiver is just the opposite. Like, mm-hmm. as many high draft picks as they had, there have been precious right. few of them that have actually turned out to be anything. I mean, you had Ricky Williams, but think about that. Before Ricky Williams, Ricky Waters. who'd you have? Or, Ricky I said Ricky, Waters. Jesus Christ. Ricky Waters. Oh, my God. Ricky, Ricky Williams. Williams. Ricky Waters. Almost Spanish Priest Holmes. Yeah, well, you know what I meant. No, nah, uh, I mean, before Ricky Waters. I mean, you did have Freddy a little Holmes. bit of time between the. You had nobody. You had, what, he's Sherman? Like, come on. Keith Byers. Keith Byers is a fullback. Charlie Garner. No, that was after Ricky Waters. It was the same time. Around the same yeah, time. Yeah, that was the same time. Around yeah. the, right around well, the same time. Well, he took the starting role after yeah, Waters Walker, went over to Herschel right. Walker. Yeah, at the end of his career. Yeah. Uh, he was okay. Not, before that, I mean, Wilbur Montgomery. I mean, honestly. Yeah, but that wasn't really, like, how big of a gap was that? When did that he actually like 15, retire? 85? Like Still, I mean, it's, that's 10 years. That's ten years. I mean, ten years. When did we pick up Ricky Waters? Wasn't it like nineteen eighty three? It took Michael Hatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You're right because that was a Ray Rhodes thing. One of the greatest drafts ever. The Eagles had one of the worst players. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, Yeah. It was. It was eighty three. Probably. Probably might go down as in history as Uh, right now. I think what you're going to see this year is everyone like Eagles fans are going to clamor for Saquon Barkley from Penn State because he was so good for them last year and he's projected to be the first running back off the board. Barring some I kind just, of catastrophe. Ridiculous I just don't year. think the Eagles are going to be positioned to be able to draft him this year. No, nah, he's going to go top 10 or top 12. Top 10, yeah. So, why don't we talk about position battles then? Like, who do you think stays, who goes? Because I think that we're talking about running backs, and I think that's a good place to start. There's been speculation that Blunt's job's in trouble, but I no, think that's, that's bullshit. just bullshit. I, talk, I, I, I really do, yeah. I, I don't. I like, really think on, this is much to do like, about nothing. The two times they ran the ball up the middle against the Dolphins, they got like he got, like what, 20 yards? 16, I mean, yeah. he's a short yardage specialist. I mean, he's right. never going to put up like a 1,200-yard season. Yeah, I mean, that's deep, just – Well, here's the thing. It's yeah, unrealistic. He touchdowns last year. We're going to cut him because he's, the, the, right. he hasn't looked good in the preseason. Toronto Davenport blew it. He's like, it's bullshit. Like, basically, it's what he said. Not – not exactly free. Garrett Blunt's value. Yeah, he's like, this is team. just silly. It's yeah. completely much silly. to do about yeah, nothing. Silly, yeah. yeah. Like Garrett Blunt's value of this team is not, is going to be seen in the fourth quarter when they need him to like grind out. Short games. yardage. Shit. They could not do that last year. The four minute offense when you're trying to exactly. shut it. Exactly. When you're trying they, to had, the game. they had nobody last year because they couldn't trust Ryan Matthews to, to no. hold on to the ball. So they have like Darren Sproles to get. You can't use Darren Sproles. Yeah. Third and third and Short two. Yardage. Third and two. And that's zone. all they had. You know? Yeah. Yep. Uh, you have a lead. You know, when you have a lead, you need to preserve the lead. You have a guy who can run. Shoot the clock down. Shoot the clock down. That's the get guy. Get first down. You know, I mean, he's a he's – No, I mean, it's going to be really rare that he breaks off a long touchdown run. I mean, that's just not – it's that's just not, not what, his game. It's not what you brought him in here for either. Right. I mean, you you brought him in for those specialty short yardage situations right. where you just need a downhill bruiser that would just steamroll the middle just of the run line. run people over to get right. two yards. That was why I like Fournette as so much as go, I did in the so draft. You go, so you can go forward on fourth and two from your own 30 the way Doug Peterson likes to. <laughs> now I'd be curious to see what you guys think about this. I think <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I think the Eagles cut Donnell Pumphrey. I so think he's gone. No, I think, they're not gonna cut a And I think they pick. I think they keep Corey Clement. Clement. No, Clement, they're gonna, not they're Clement, gonna put Donnell Pumphrey on injured reserve to red shirt him. They're put him on keep, the practice squad? No, they're gonna keep they're gonna keep Clement, Smallwood, Sproles, obviously. Yeah, Smallwood's not going anywhere. 
So you think he looked too good last night? I don't know, man. He's just gonna say, "Okay, I army, and I'm I'm helping." Why he's getting paid? I don't know. I don't know, man. I, I think they've been everything I've been hearing and reading is that they are extremely disappointed with Pumphrey. Um, he has a little bit of pass catching ability, but he's a lot slower than they thought. Um, he, he's skeptical when he gets the ball. He doesn't know how to handle the ball. He he can't go through the line. He's a hundred. He's one hundred and seventy pounds. I mean, it's fuck. really rare to see a fourth round pick get cut. As a rookie. I, I hear you. That's I hate. Rare. I hated the pick. I got to be honest with you. I didn't like the pick when they made it. I thought it was. Uh, I thought there was better guys on the board, better running backs that fit the Eagles system. Like Marlon Mack. Yeah, or uh, or the, the guy who went to Green Bay. Uh, um, shit, Jamal Williams. Jamal I was going to say pick one like they drafted Williams. three of them. No, Williams. <laughs> you know, I I thought that he he would have been good here. Uh, you know, so so they didn't do that, and and now you're stuck with a guy who's five foot seven, 170 pounds. For fuck's sake, are you kidding me? Like people would talk about, you know, Darren Sproles, and like, oh he he's small. Yeah, but Darren Sproles is fucking built. Like it's not like. Well, the other thing too is it's like that's not the norm. Like that's the exception. Right. It, like that's the mistake that I think people because that, that is it's the first words that come out of anybody's mouth that you bring up. Well, Darren Sproles is really small. It's like. Yeah, but find me somebody else. You he's, know what I mean? Like, like a bowling ball. Yeah, like let's go down the list then, and let's get to number three and four of those guys because the field thins out really, really fast. Dude, I'm I'm just over six foot and I'm one seventy five. There's no fucking way I'm lining up behind a quarterback, looking at a linebacker who's two fifty, and going, "I'm gonna take." I, I can yeah, again, up. there's no fucking Sproles way. Sproles is the exception. Yeah, no, Darren I, I, Sproles the, can the squat like six hundred pounds. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Pumphrey. Oh, Pumphrey? I'm saying Pumphrey. Pumphrey's 170, five set. There's no fucking no, nah, no fucking way, no way. I I just I just don't think this is gonna work out. I, I hate to say it. I, I I don't mean to be skeptical about this because I I want I would like to see him work out. I just don't think it's gonna happen. And and John, obviously, you, you know you disagree. You think they're gonna keep him, but I, and I understand your point. I mean, do you think Howard Roseman would cut a guy who drafts in like in the fourth no. round? Exactly. I'm I don't. Realistic. I mean, I just. I mean, first of all, it's not even a Roseman thing. I don't all think right. any GM would, you know, cut more, somebody. Imme- they would have to look awful. More of a fair question then: Does he make the roster? Then you, you say no. I think he's going to be on injured. They're going to put him on injured reserve. He was a project when they drafted him. They said he was the quote unquote Sproles replacement. That means he's not going to play this year. If he's going to replace a guy, you're going you to use a lot. It's funny the Sproles replacement. Sproles is like Ron was just saying. He's a dime, like not dime doesn't. He's he's a rare commodity. You don't see someone like but when him he was around. drafted. Isn't that what that was said about him? No, no, I agree. no, I agree. Absolutely, that was absolutely what was said. I, I and that's the thing. That's what I'm trying to say. It's like not everybody is Darren Sproles though, and like not everybody can be Darren Sproles. Yeah, it's like Darren Sproles might legitimately be a borderline Hall of Famer. I mean, no, 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 let's not go that far. Let's not go that far. It is. Well, uh, that far. Like, he's one of the greatest special teams players of all time. You could certainly put him in the conversation. He'd be in the conversation. I don't. That's know. what I'm saying. Like, but he's you know, when you're talking about any ever. Hall of Famer, all-purpose yards, he's he's, he's up one there. Of the best punt returners ever. When you're talking about somebody whose skill level is that transcendent and that high yeah. up, but like you don't find them all the time. Oh, like, right. that's why I always thought comparisons like that are a little unfair. It's like you're setting the bar so fucking high for the guy. Yeah, yeah, I mean, that's a different argument, Darren Sproles in the Hall of Fame, but I agree with you on, you know, it's not like you could just pluck somebody out of the tree. All right, you're going to replace Darren Sproles. Yeah. Right. 
Like, you, you might physically walk in and take his roster spot, but you're player. not going to – yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Like, that's he's a unique he's player. Coveted, like, his whole career. Like, right. I, I mean, Christ, I liked him in San Diego. So did I. I yeah. couldn't believe they let him go. Remember when he played for San Diego? Remember Remember Ghostbusters? You remember? I remember. Speaking of Ghostbusters, man, my, my last night in Florida – we're walking through, and there's a big storm coming. And I don't know if you may have saw the picture on Facebook, but there was a it's a, a condo, and this fucking black ass cloud surrounds this building. It's the only cloud around. I'm like, holy shit! I'm in Ghostbusters. At the end, when they meet Zool up top at the roof, <laughs> Zool, the fucking dogs. There is no Dana, only Zool. Yeah, there's no Dana, only Zool. Choose your creator. Choose your destructor. Are you a god? Uh, yes. No. No. Yes, Wait. I am. <laughs> Next time someone says, are you a god, you say yes. <laughs> I'm blown away. Then die. What a great movie. Are you the key master? Why, yes. <laughs> yes, I am. <laughs> are you the key? As a matter of fact. <laughs> it was awesome. He's trying to have that little apartment party. <laughs> Fucking... Rick little, Moranis. Little fucking Rick Moranis. I got some clients coming over. Rick Moranis. <laughs> some clients coming over. Yeah. <laughs> you know, just a little thing. Rick Moranis reminds me of Joel. <laughs> Doesn't he? A little bit. Uh, that's great. Joel Joel asked me, he goes, oh, if you hate the wave so much, why'd you take a video of it? I'm like, I'm just saying I fucking hate the wave. Like, it's terrible. It's that is dump. the most egregious fan sin you could do at a wave is game. fucking the stupid. Wave. It's a, I mean, it's football. Like, like I've never I said, seen number it. one, it's a Mets thing. Like, it's a Mets. Like, I don't like throwing the ball back either. That's a Cubs thing. Like, he, I agree. You know, you don't bootleg somebody else's tradition and just have uh, that automatically be yours. Yeah, especially like it's the theirs. Mets fans' tradition. Why would you want to copy the Mets fans? Yeah, I mean, fuck the I, Mets. I don't know. Seriously. And Pat said it's stupid. It's just really fucking stupid. Um, real hey, quick. Look, I, we're all going to get up there. Yeah. Oh, sit down. Oh, look, we're going to get up again. Oh, no, sit down. How about oh, we're gonna get back up? Oh, it's three innings pass, and you're all doing the same fucking thing. It's like Jesus fucking Christ, just sit down. I, since we were on the air last time, Matt Tobin was traded to the Seattle Seahawks. That was a good trade. Do you think so? Yeah, I, 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 I ask you. I'm, I'm legitimately there's like, asking. There's like 50 Matt Tobins out there for a fifth round pick. But here, do you, well, they jumped up from what seven to. Four? Seven to, five. Seven, to five. Seven to five. Seven to five. All right. Well, my only, all right, I guess. My only concern is this is like the. Third. Like John said, in my opinion, Matt Tobin's are a dime a dozen. I hear I mean, you. you, you he's, he's one of the most disp- – it's like the Dennis Kelly trade before. I mean, well, yeah, it, it's like, dude, he's just a body. I, I mean, this is dead. I mean, if, if you could flip up a couple draft picks. You know. All right, that's fair. I mean, I'm, I'm not – I was just No, but at the time, it's like, all right, yeah. fuck it. Like, we're not really giving anything up. I mean, again, you should be able to replace Dennis Kelly without really extending yourself. Well, you know why I caused yeah. it, you know what caused the trade? Because Dylan Gordon has such a good training camp for the Eagles. Uh-huh. So you think he's, he's like the that's the guy that is like who Jason Peters has been mentoring like hmm. the past year. That'd so be they're, interesting. They're really hot because he was a, he played tight end in college, just like Jason Peters played tight end in college, and he's moving the left tackle. Yeah, read it all in the air. Read it all in the air, John. You want to read that? Read that because that's that's pretty good. Can a lion beat a shark in the ocean? So it makes you think Conor McGregor can win. The boxing ring is the ocean. <laughs> That's pretty good. That's good. Who wrote that? Um, it's on this page. Ah, fuck that page. Probably Walt Whitman. If it's not going to play we don't care. Um, but yeah, like I think. Uh, right, so do you know cool. why Seattle made that trade? You know, what I re- I read about that. Well, Seattle, Seattle lost. Their, they lost their starting left tackle. 
Yeah, they, they need the offensive line help. But they're, they're going to make right. Matt Tobin their starting left tackle. Now you're thinking to yourself, Ooh, yeah. if you're Russell Wilson right now, aren't you kind of like a little worried? Yeah, yeah like, you should that's be. my left. T- yeah. But even before the draft, we were saying that, you know, when all those rumors are coming out that Richard Sermon was going to be on the block and, right. you know, the Eagles might be one of the guys in play for Jason Peters. And I'm like, why the fuck would they want an 87-year-old Jason Peters? But then when you start looking at it, you see how thin they are at offensive line. It's like, oh, all right. Yeah, yeah I mean. And, uh, yeah, so we're, I mean, you know, I was just legitimately asking you guys what you thought about the trade. Um, I, I mean, guess I it's it. okay. I mean, so do you yeah, guys flip up a couple they of spots. They need a fifth-round pick because they lost a third-round pick by trading Matthews. So. Flip up a couple spots get yeah. for a guy that's completely disposable. All right. Yeah. Did you guys hear about the Eagles fan who, uh, when he died, his dying wish? Oh, I did read this. Yeah. So the Paul Bears. You hear this, Ryan? So this this guy uh, Jeffrey Clayton Regal. So after he passes away, he you know he leaves behind with his passing an obituary, and you know the obituary is the typical obituary. You know he was left behind. You know survived by so and so. Well, then it re- it has like an unexpected term. Basically, it goes God gave Jeffrey the miracle of time to prepare, which allowed him to verbalize his last wishes. He requested to have eight Philadelphia Eagles as pallbearers so the Eagles can let him down one last time. (laughs) That's in the guy's fucking obituary. How awesome is that? They should have had all the Eagles, ex-Eagles wide receivers. Yeah, I was just going to say Reggie Brown, DGB, like <laughs> Todd Pinkston. Have them, like, Nate Brown. And have them, like, they drop them halfway through. <laughs> Nate Brown and drop him down. Oh, man. Dietrich so, Gels. So it kind of made, made me wonder. I was like, it kind of made me think. I wanted to ask you guys, like, you know, I know it's morbid, but it's kind of fun to think about, I guess, in this sense. What would be something you would want to do that's cool, like at your funeral? Like, if you had a chance to, like, pre, like, have have a chance to, like, you know, predetermine what you wanted to do, you know, be done at your funeral, what would you want? I have no idea. Yeah. Honest I Christ, I have absolutely no idea. That's pretty good, though. I, the fucking to, to think of that and go, yeah, I'm gonna be let down by the Eagles one last time. <laughs> I'm not sure. Do you think I'm gonna take some money? I'm up not on the sure offer? because I'm 28 years old, but I, that does remind me of a joke uh, Artie Lang told because he's he grew up a Jets fan. He says his dad said to him, son, he's like, if you had to choose between a woman and the Jets, always pick the Jets because they'll fuck you every time. <laughs> uh, Jaw Drucker said, how about Naked Twister at my funeral? <laughs> uh, I called not it. Not it. <laughs> didn't, didn't a Cowboys fan want to be creamy and have Michael, or- Michael Irvin snort his ashes? Yeah, I remember that. Yep. That's pretty funny. That's a good one. That is a good one. And he probably would have done it, too. Off fucking of a hooker's asshole. Like, ass crack. What a fucking jit bag Michael Irvin is. What do you think, Ryan? He's one of those guys. Like, well. What? Your funeral. What do you want at your funeral? If you um, had a chance to, like, oh, uh, predetermine. Like, predetermine. If you had a chance to, like, set, set it up, up set it up before, before you died and be like, I want this done at my funeral. While you're thinking... I want to play Mike's favorite song, That's maybe. A tough Do you have the Jeopardy music you can play while he's thinking? Uh, you know, gotta go to this. We gotta go to our, our standard closeout song. When did this become the closeout song? I, like two I months hate ago. this song. Like two months ago. Uh, oh, so you and Mike both. Makes it even better. How come there's, how come there's no piano? Ah, uh, something's wrong with it. Ah, uh, whatever. Uh, dude, every time I hear this song. Are we really I, closing it out now? Everybody dates a jig in the room. Yeah, it's a. We started late. We started late. What's that? 
You want everyone to dance with the jig in your underwear? Dance a jig in their underwear. Oh, I got you. I just want a big fucking Irish party. I want a big like I want everyone to drink up and have a good time. First of all, I'm not getting I'm not getting buried. Like I'm getting cremated because I I don't want a fucking motherfucker staring at me and go, man, he's a big dick. Cause I'm dying with a heart on. I'm telling you right now, I'm like dying. An Irish party. I tell you all the time what a big I'm, dick you are. I'm com- <laughs> That's gotta be a really awkward goodbye ever at an Irish party because like, everyone just runs into their cars. And in the end, no one talks to each <laughs> and they other. Dri- and everyone drives drunk. <laughs> and everyone else dies leaving my funeral. Because uh, I'm definitely dying with a heart on. It's, it's, it's in my fucking nature. I'm definitely dying during sex. I fear it every time. Every time I'm like, I'm gonna die. This, this is the time I'm dying. I make sure I look my best. I'm my worst. <laughs> Wearing a suit. <laughs> Just in case. I have a little hole cut out in the front. <laughs> Jesus Christ. A little fucking pee hole. A little pee hole in the front of the suit. Man, it is hot. It is. There's, no, it's, it is hot in the bar tonight. I know why. But What? It's me. It's like, it's like Coyote Ugly, but minus all the hot women. The air's not running. That's why. Uh, uh, well... I guess that's it. I mean, we ran a little late, unfortunately, so we're, I guess, podcast time-wise, we're, we're going to be a little cutting a little short, but we're cutting into the next show. Um, thanks, Wildfire, for figuring that out. Uh, Ron, thank you for coming on again. John? Yeah, like you. I said, I'm trying to get on more. Ra- I mean, at work, I have a cook that I finally hired that seems like he's actually working out. And, he's know, the Swedish chef. Isn't on heroin. So, you know, that's always nice. That's awesome. That's that. Which so is, is that like yeah, that going for you, so which Ron, is nice. You were like interview somebody, like you're like, all right, um, do you do smack? No, okay, you're hired. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I'm dead serious. <laughs> like, yeah, like, can you keep your shit pulled together enough to like legitimately work? Yeah, right. That's fucked up. Yeah. that's a shame. <laughs> it's a shame you have to go through that. Well, I mean, it is what it is. I mean, well, I'll say goodbye for Gary and Ryan because they're not here. Oh, here they come. Here comes Ryan. You guys say goodbye, Ryan. Uh, we want to thank everyone who listened to Wildfire Radio and CornerPostSports.com at live. All right, everybody. Thanks. There's Ron. Gary's upstairs finger-banging my wife. Um, right, Gary's out front on the chair, out cold. Is he? Are you fucking serious? Dude, there's IPAs. What a pussy. I hope he listens back to him. Gary, you're a fucking pussy. And, and fucking Black Sabbath sucks a dick. Um, all right. I'll see you, Ryan. All right, we will talk to you guys next week. Next week is a big show. We have Brett Myers on. We'll see who else we get on. I'm going to work on someone else. We will preview the NFC East. Uh, as we, and we'll give a college football preview. Thanks for joining us, guys. Penis. <laughs>